What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. It is Monday. Shout out to everybody. Happy Money Day. I got money. Hey, I believe the new merchandise. You guys see the new commercial for the merchandise, the new T-shirts um, and all that. It's not going to take eight. Eight months to get it. Um, we're I think the link is in the description box. I hope it is. All right. I was supposed to check this morning and uh I got up um and I took a stretch of a morning yawn in. I took a good let me see here. Check this oh, look, I'm I'm listening to myself over here. Hold up for a second. Um, yes, the new merch link is in the description box below. It's ready to go. It's ready to go. I got money. Uh, I can't wait to get that. I'm on the dark side t-shirt. I love that one. That one's a great one. Anyway, man, we got a great show today. We're going to talk about Lizzo. Boy, she's in the news today. All busted, all 400 pounds of Lizzo. All right. She walking around looking like a busted Billberry biscuit can or something else. I mean, I'm, a bunch of different things here. And she got into a little bit of a spat. Whether it was a spat that was planned or not, Ari Spears went in on her. On her weight. And uh, of course, Aerie Spears I actually met Aerie Spears once. Uh, met him in uh, the valley. We were He was walking down the street, bumped into him, had a chat with him. He's a cool dude. You know, comedians sometimes are saying what they want to say about certain people. And they're not supposed to hold back. Although people want them to hold back. And, oh, you can't say that. Well, it kind of puts a handicap uh, for the comedian. So he said what he said about Lizzo. She played the victim. She won. And of course, she uses Aerie Spears as energy. For her to curse people out and act ratchet on the stage. And we're going to talk about was Lizzo actually sent to destroy American women, the modern women? Is she an industry plant like there's rumors to be? Is she an agent of chaos like people prescribe her to be? We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're also going to talk about we got some great topics. Let's roll the topics here. We got some great topics. There's, this is an action, action pack show. All right. There's so much that I need to cover. You know, over the weekend, people send me things you know they send me information they're like hey cover this cover that right before the weekend uh comes about everybody's like we need to talk about this so i had some topics that i needed to bring over from last week and then some topics into this week so we're ready to go we're raring to go anyway shout out to the ten toes up ladies in the building shout out to the junior college ladies in need of textbooks um listen i'm a little bit packed i know listen you got to be a top-notch you got to be a top-notch 304 to mess with me, all right? Do not be a regular-ass straggle daggle. I know, man, listen, I know everybody needs books, and everybody comes to me. A peace leave is a terrible thing to waste, you know, the, the United Negro Peace Leave Fund or the United Negro Kaylee Fund, all right? I'm like, I can't take them all, ladies. Back up. Jasmine Rice, from this point on, Lord, not everybody gets books. And everybody that saw me on my uh, my members content, you see what type of women I deal with, right? You know what I mean? I'm not messing with no regular broads. Everybody be like, oh, he's over there tricky. It ain't right. Dude, these people are somewhat semblance of model-esque, okay? But uh, I often get these, these regular broads reaching out to me. <laughs> regular boss reaching out to me like, I'll do something for you. I'm attracted to you. I'm like, if you don't sit your monkey ass down. If you don't sit your monkey ass down and go back down into these streets, all right, listen. In these streets. You just a regular normie, mouth breathing ass, hot peace leave having. I, I'm tired of it. It actually it, it messes my mind up. I'm like, how dare you? I'm like, 
How dare you? How dare you think you can get on this gravy train? Mm. No, you got to be top notch hoes. <laughs> I make them curl toes. They all want to get shows. <laughs> all right, come on, man. Junior college only, man. I'm telling you, if you're approaching, if you can be casted as a MILF in a prawn movie in 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 uh, somewhere in San Fernando Valley, you're too old. I know you think a prawn MILF is like 40, but in the prawn industry, a MILF is like 32. You got to be able to fit in the 9-11. I mean, come on. You got to look good when we park at the valet and you hop out of the ride. You can't look like a normal woman. <laughs> it's just, it's obscene. I'm like, get out of here. All right, anyway, unless you're, never mind. We won't cover any of that. <laughs> anyway. Let's do this. Dollar Sign CGA Live is how you support the show via the Cash App. Via PayPal, the link is pinned to the top of the live chat, which is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. You're going to see something like G7 Performance Training. That's what you write there. And then also on Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV is the Venmo. Today's topic, we got a straggle and sniggle. All right, we're opening up the show with straggle and sniggle. Come on, man. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with this world. Straggle and sniggle, add it again. All right, we also have, what are we doing? Oh, spiteful ex-wives. We all know about this boy, uh, spiteful ex-wives, the malicious mother syndrome. We got two people that we're going to talk about. John Schneider from the good old boys. Never meaning no harm. He's all we ever saw in trouble with the law since the day they were born. Bum, 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 bum. Who remember the Dukes of Hazzard? Uh, we also have Gary Owens, who had his ninja card revoked. Mm. Mess around. And get your ghetto pass revoked, all right? <laughs> I ain't saying no names. You know who you are, you little punk. Be true to the gang. Gary Owens, he went and got him a sister. You been on, oh, my, my. He got him a sister. And she divorced great him the kingdom come. Mm. All right? He went and got him a black woman, a strong, and got, he's getting railroaded by his ex-wife. Hey, man. And then we're going to talk about Lizzo. Anybody hear a noise? What's that noise? We're going to hear talk about Lizzo, what she sent to destroy, and then the art of manipulation featuring Brittany Renner. All right, we're going to talk about that. Anyway, let's get into the day show. Earlier contributions. And by the way, this is a podcast. Do not come in here and be like, get, get to the point. Tell us in five minutes. Nope. 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 This is a podcast. You can chill. You can come in when the timestamps are down. I don't give a damn what you do. All right. But we're just chilling today. Who else we got in here? Who else we got to start off the day show? We got a piece. Be unto you. Wait. Be unto you. Do to do. I don't know what that means. But shout out to you. I'm trying not to say your government name. He says NWO. Let's get into it. It's been a while. A worst case trust story all right i'm not sure what's going on there but a trust true oh a worst case true story there's a link potentially i'm not sure what's going on but good morning to you guys the nwo who's watching me shout out to avid hiker appreciate you for being here coffee fund moto surf shout out to the gorditas on lizzo's dance show he loves it he's like hello there's more to love there's more to hug and there's more cushion for the pushing all right. It's all good until you bust. It's all good until you roar and you start looking around. Oh, my God. You ever feel so shamed of yourself? Damn. You know, we've all been there. 
you're super duper ashamed of what you did. You know what I mean? You'd be like, how could I get aroused by such a thing? <laughs> and they need loving too. And by the way, they're very proficient. Everybody wants to think that I don't like big women or telling you not to be with them. I'm not telling you that. Uh, people who say they're not big with big women, you, they ultimately prove themselves to be with big women. But uh, what I'm saying is you're going to feel shame. You're going to feel shame. Yeah, you're going to feel shame. You know what I mean? And it's not really their fault. I mean, being big is their fault. Um, they're trying to even dodge that account accountability. But it's not their fault you were super aroused and you have a fetish. You know I mean, you fetishized this woman and you were completely aroused. And after you came to your senses, you start looking around at the areas that are pretty much hidden by clothing. You know what I mean? These clothing, uh, clothing designers, people who design clothes are not dumb. They hide all of the ridiculous areas in men and women, right? So they hide your weak spots. They hide your, you know, areas where you're supposed to keep a little bit more personal. But uh, when you start taking them clothes off, they reveal those areas. Now, when you, before you bust, when you're pre-nut, you don't care. You'll be like, all right, I'll ride that off. You know where they be having that saggy, soggy ass skin right here in between they, they uh, deltoid leading into the, uh, the, 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 uh, the titties, I guess you would call them. And it's real soggy and clumped up right there and congealed right there is just be sitting right there in between next to their bicep, <laughs> bicep for Morris, right all up in here, like all up in there, be just clumped right there. It'd be in the back too, you know what I mean? And it'd be clumped up right here. Well, the bra can hide that somewhat, you know what I mean? You can hide that, but then when you take it off, it's like a chicken nugget that got a, the beak in it, you know what I mean? You're like, ah, I can't avoid. It don't even look right. You know what I mean? Then you see the stretch marks around the titty that because the bra hides the, where the stretch marks are starting, right? And it pushes up. See, I know these things because I worked in the clothing store once. And so, you know what I mean? You take off enough bras, you start seeing, oh, man, boy, I didn't realize. I didn't realize the stretch marks were that prominent. Well, let's finish this job. And then after you roar, you start looking and going, wow, that's a catastrophe. Can no longer overlook it after I'm done and I've come to my senses. It's just. <laughs> but <laughs> it's those things, you know what I mean? Especially if you're messing with women who have had children and then you're betting them. It's a catastrophe. You know what I mean? You have stretch marks. These are all natural things. Like a natural woman. She wants to feel like a natural woman. And now, listen, I'm just I'm just letting you know. There's nothing wrong with women like this. The problem is what's wrong is with you, gentlemen. It's because you treat these women like you really like them, right? I'm just warning you young dudes. I love me a girl with stretch marks all around the areola in the, in the midsection. And these women are like, he loves me for me. I want somebody to love me for me. He loves me and he loves these stretch marks. All right. And then after he busts, he's like, uh, yeah, don't touch me and don't kiss me. Give me about 25 minutes. Don't talk. Actually, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I got something to do. Ooh, what time is it? It's skin 30. It is skin 30. It's time for me to skedaddle. So anyway, it's your fault, gentlemen. <laughs> it's your fault. All right. Anyway, uh, so the ladies are like, he actually loved me. You need a man that can love all up on these. Love it. And then the dude acts like he loves it until he busts. Then he's like, ah, damn, I thought I would.
be ready for a second round, but I'm ready for a second round of sleep. Anyway, where are we at here? Oh, I'm doing the earlier contributors to today's show. Where are we at? Venmo. Shout out to Albert Ingram says much love and respect to you. I appreciate you for being here again and again. You're going to be a part of the usual suspects at this particular point. Larry Leisure checking in. Here's for the coffee fun. He says, I'm glad to see you found your groove in the new place and a new setup. Yes, we're here. He says, are you ready for holiday season? Any predictions as far as the clown crazy clown show that is the Western world is putting on? Oh, it's going to be interesting. I think, um, you know, holiday is going to be a depressing holiday financially for a lot of people. This is what I'm anticipating, kind of. Uh, you know, I think Congress and all of those people, they take, they take, I believe, November all the way through <clears throat> January off. They take a considerable amount of time. So it'll get quiet on that front. And then they get ready to ruin your world in January. New, 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 new world. Order. Shout out to Joe Biden. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> yeah, you look like a freshman. All right, let me see. Uh, let me see if I got that right. Congress goes on recess, the senators at least, uh, December. Uh, let me see here. Convening a session in December and adjourning in, adjourning in the spring. All right, I'm not sure what's going on here. I might have gotten that wrong. They have a recess in August. All right, anyway, who knows? It gets quiet around December. All right, they don't want to ruin your holidays, but it is what it is. All right, let's go over to uh, who would we got over here? PayPal. PayPal. Uh, is this Triggerverse? Triggerverse says Lizzo built like two Southwestern Bell phone books. Wow. He says Lizzo has a big, no pun intended, non-black following, and they're using her to dictate what black men should find attractive. That's interesting. That's interesting. Hmm. Is she part of the agenda? New, 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 new world order. We're going to break that down when we get into Lizzo. All right. Shout out to SAU. He says, good morning, coach. Shout out to the coach gang from south of the border. Have an excellent weekend. You had it. Did you have an excellent week weekend? He says, I need some belly deli. Well, if my lights ain't up, we're going to get belly deli, man. So that's your warning right there, gentlemen. All right. Speaking of belly deli. All right. Oh, we got uh, homeboy. Um, um, I don't know which name you want to go by. Rusted Junk. He says, I got a, I just got a smoke. Oh, I just got a, a smoker attached to my grill and ordered that. Feel the grill seasoning. I'm going to smoke some salmon this weekend. No wife, happy life. All right, this week, I mean, shout out to you. Feel the grill. If you guys follow me on Instagram, um, you saw me smoking some meat. Pause. All right, but yes. Uh, what's up, CGA from Ricky V? Just saw Ex Machina. You mentioned, you mentioned it last week. It was an obvious male hit piece. He says, the comments about the movie were very telling. The donkey XX's think. They can end misogyny with misandry. Men hate. He says, man, hate is real, fellas. Watch your back. All right, those are. So we were talking about the new movie about the robot wife. You know what it's going to be. She's going to turn on everybody. But um, Ex Machina predated that. And I believe that there were other movies, Step for Wives, that was another robot type, android type wife movie that predated those. So um, and all of those never turned out good for the men. But it was the men manipulating them early in the movie. I don't want to give movies away, right? Stepper Wives, Ex Machina. The man was in control. You know, misogyny was reigning. He had control, but his selfish desire, his greed to have cooperative women. Uh, passport guys, listen up. 
Passport Bros, tune in just for a second. Their their selfish need to go over there and take advantage of of women will turn on you because they'll figure it out. Even the android figures it out. Fastball bros already irate, but I hold back no punches. All right. At, at some particular point, women will adapt. Will you listen to me? <laughs> women always adapt. They're always going to adapt. They're never going to be like, okay, they're going to be over there just young, dumb, dumb and desperate for 20 more years. They're going to adapt. Will you listen to me when it comes to female nature? Because I'm not a hater. You know what I mean? People always be like, you're a hater and you're hating on this. I'm not hating. I give you, listen, they don't call me Coach Dinamas for nothing. They don't call me Coach Dinamas. So when I tell you something, you better listen because it's going to come true. I'm like 98% perfect prediction rate. Perfect. 98%. Eventually, they'll adapt. Like people don't main, remain the same dumb. And you just keep going over there, taking advantage of the situation. No, nope. eventually they'll go over there. They'll increase the prices naturally because you flood over there. I've just spit the facts. So just like these movies talk about Stepford Wives, Ex Machina, the new wife android movie. Even the android will adapt to your greed and your and your, your drive to whatever. Relieve your nut. If you're going over there just to take advantage and relieve a nut, even an android woman will adapt. So think about the modern American woman. The modern American woman has adapted to all of the whatever we were giving them or lacking giving them. Anyway, so I said the time travel, bro. I can't wait for that one. Boy, that's going to be, you know, that one's going to come at some particular point. Uh, you know, Elon Musk is going to Mars and he bringing some top notch peace league to Mars. All right. Uh, Elon Musk says he's going to Mars by 2030, bro. He's leaving our asses down here. If that doesn't tell you something, man of God. Last one, Jay Cool says, uh, the former Bills puncher proves the CGA rule that uh, says we all pay for peace leave. Of course, in this society, we already know if the man was the accuser, he would just be told the to man up if we heard it all. Wait, if we heard of it at all. So again, the Bills puncher is in, yeah. Um, he said up there in, I believe, according to the story, I may be wrong. The Bills punter literally had sex with the woman. He did not grape her, if I'm not mistaken. Although he finished because I don't know if you remember, he had relationship with her. He admitted it, but he passed her on to the homies to have a little fun. That's all he did. He was like, it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. He wasn't in the room doing nothing. So how does he responsible? He was like, well, I know everybody's like she was 17. There was a whole nother story. And I talked about the underage thing. This, this is just ridiculous, man. Look, <laughs> she can't play that. She can't sing that sad song when she goes intentionally to the place and there's college people there and she brings a fake ID and she drinks up all the alcohol. She can't control herself. That was her dumbass fault. Where's her accountability at? <laughs> what a mess. But if it, guys, we all pay. You're all tricks by nature. I'm tired of this, this segregation in the manosphere. Can we stop with the segregation? We're all the same. You guys are peace leave hounds. That's what you are. Some men figure out how they want to deal with it. All right. Many of us aren't eunuchs. All right. And there's no eunuchs in here. There's, got, there's probably some incels or whatever it is. And maybe some virgins. 
Okay, there's some probably some of those in here. There's no units. We're all figuring out how we're going to figure out what we're going to trade and barter for the desires and pleasures of a woman. That's all we're doing. And you're bartering and trading and paying. It, it, come on. Who wants to debate me on that? And if you want to debate me on this, you better have at least 80,000 YouTube followers. I'm not dealing with no people jump on. They trying to get their YouTube kickstarted. All right, let me get my shit kick-started kick real quick. All right, I got a podcast studio. Here we go. And then you're going to be super-duper annoying, cutting me off, talking, trying to out. No, no, no. Have a significant following already. We ain't dealing. I ain't putting people on this year, okay? <laughs> I ain't here trying to put people on, all right? Have a following, and we can have a conscious debate about it. I'm not here, no energetic person. All right, I'm going to finally get over on CGA. No, hell no. Mm. You sitting in your car talking shit. <laughs> Here we go. Anyway, yeah, we ain't having none of this shit. All right, Mayor CGA, this is my chance. I'm going to get your ass today. All right, here we go right here. And I'm about to get on, and I'm going to edit it up, and I'm going to punch it around. I expose CGA. I finally got his ass. No, hell no. All right, those are the day story. Let's get into the first stories right here. <laughs> All right, now let's get it here right here. We got um, Straggling Sniggle Theater. We got a couple of ones right here. Straggling Sniggle Theater right here. We got a couple of topics here. Let's kick it off. Uh, we will get to Lizzo probably about the hour and 20-minute mark. That's normally where it is. So if you want to come back and check in, go ahead. Uh, first Straggling Sniggle story I hear is a young gravy took Addison Ray's mom as his VMA date. So the VMA, I believe, is the Video Music Awards, yes, uh, for MTV. I'm actually shocked that MTV still runs the Video Music Awards as they show no music videos. I mean, what is that about? I'm actually confused on that, but I don't think they show uh, uh, music videos. So obviously you're going, who the hell is Young Gravy? All right. And who the hell is Addison Ray? Well, let's go and figure out who Addison Ray is. Addison Ray is a TikTok star. She's probably second or third in the amount of following on TikTok. And she's been that way ever since she's been a teenager. Wait. And that's you. So I believe she's of legal age now, but her and Charlie D'Amelio pretty much ran-ish the last three or four years on TikTok. So this is Addison Ray. Hello. I think, you know, I'm just going to say hello now. I think she's 18. She's actually not all of that. Once she gets 24, she'll be just regular. I mean, probably 22. She ain't nothing to scream about. She's just young. So uh, let's see here. This is Addison Ray's mom's right here, Sean. Sean, this is her old-ass mom's right here. And there's a dude named Young Gravy. And I said, who is Young Gravy? And they say he's a rapper. A rapper? She's, he's a rapper. Okay, shit, listen, my pop culture is pretty bad, so he might have the biggest hit out there. I have no idea. But uh, rappers didn't look like this when I was young. But I'm not taking anything away from the guy. But the term rapper is being used loosely today. Okay. Okay. Listen, y'all can have the industry, man. The Latinos are trying to come in and say, you know, Fat Joe's trying to say, you know, we created hip-hop to the hip, the hop. The hibbity, the hibbity, hip hop. They trying to say they created hip hop 50 50 equal, uh, 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 equal right down the line. They taking hip hop away from black folks. I told y'all they gonna do it. 
I told y'all they're going to do it. And now they staking their claim. White boys coming in here, Macklemore, all right, uh, Eminem. Now they trying to say they the top five in hip-hop. You got the Latinos, Puerto Ricans. Like, we was right there breaking and beatboxing with y'all. We was right there on the graffiti with y'all. 50-50, right down the line, Sean. <laughs> and they do, man. And listen, this is how they did rock and roll. And listen, I'm I'm I know how it works. I'm a historian, I'm not a pro-black, but that's how they did rock and roll to the point now. Think of a rock and roll band. You would not think of a black person. You'd be like, oh, who listens to that shit? When it was black dudes that influenced it, right? So hip hop is going to be seen as that for Generation Z. They're like, there ain't no black folks did it. Latinos and whites were there the whole time. <laughs> You're sitting there like, what? Think of Kenny G and like jazz music. Even like jazz music. Quiet Storm, Kenny G. Do, 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 do. The top jazz dudes be white dudes. Meanwhile, mm. <laughs> what the fuck? So this dude's a rapper now, okay? I don't mean to diss him. He probably watches me. Oh, Boy, this, man, I tell you, man, times have changed. Anyway, what about this guy? At some point, R&B. Now they done killed R&B. All right, should I go more on this rant? Now R&B don't exist no more. What are we doing? His name is Young Gravy. He performed at this year's VMA pre-show. And while on the black carpet, also introduced his date to the award, Addison's Ray's mom. So here it is right here. This old MILF, what did he say here? He says Young Gravy and Addison's mom, Sherry Easterling, were seen smooching for the cameras, and the rapper even called her the queen of MILFs. This is Addison Ray's mom. Guys, man, even your, dude, your daughter get put on and the mom got to be all up in the pictures, all up in the videos, all up on the records. The mom's like, I want some of this attention. Not entirely sure what any of this means, but yeah, has anyone checked on Addison? So Addison's, Addison's got to be humiliated by this particular situation. And, um, Let's see if I can get a better picture of this MILF. All right. Oh, boy. Sloppy yogurt at best. All right. Let me see if I can pull it down. Sloppy yogurt at best. This is going to be the MILF right here on the corner here. This is her. Boy. Head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. I mean, meaning this is the best feature she got right here. I mean, and even that. Head, shoulders, and everything below that, sloppy yogurt. I don't mean to body shame people, and I don't mean to body shame. I don't body shame. I describe. So if you're offended by my descriptions, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but this is more straggle and sniggle. All right. And now white folks get, hey, listen, white folks, if y'all if y'all going to be rappers and hip hop or artists and all of this stuff, and you want to be all in the videos, all in the record, you can be straggle and sniggle too. All right. And these two are straggle and sniggle. All right. You definitely are straggle and sniggle. Let's get to the next one right here. Uh, go follow me on Coach Greg Adams TV. I don't even follow myself. Mm. Let's see what this one is about. Oh, shit. Boy. Sorry. Damn. Can I mute that? Can I mute it? I can't mute it. Hold up for a second. I can't even mute it. Um, so if you scroll in here, uh, what you're seeing is a wife. She's like this type of wife. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. All right. So there's a wife right here and she's an old wife. She's definitely in her forties, probably approaching her fifties. She's 
texting multiple people in a group. And she's at a baseball game or a football game or maybe a concert. I can't really tell what it is. But they're in a stadium seating. And she says right here, and the 20-ish girl, the 20-ish girl in front of us has a fishnet too, no bra, which Matt is thoroughly, and then she's going to, she's typing all slow like an old person. She's going to say thoroughly enjoying. Now, we're going to, let me protect your ears for a second here. And so there's her husband, Matt. There's her husband, Matt. He big as a house stuffed into those chairs. That It looks like a concert. They're not at a ball game. Or they might be at a wrestling match. I can't tell. Looks like a concert. And uh, in front of them, apparently, according to this wife. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. We call them a wife-stitute over here. According to this wife-stitute, she mad because Matt, her husband, is staring at the women, the young junior college girl, with the fishnet shirt with no bra. Okay. <laughs> Give this wife a L. And she has the nerve to be sitting next to him, hiding her phone close to her, texting multiple people, complaining about Matt, her fat husband, looking at them young junior college girls, 20, 20-ish, 20-ish, yes. Even Joe Biden knows, even Joe Biden knows 20-ish is what men look at. We already showed you the chart that despite a man's age, the prime age is going to be 23, 24 if he had a choice in the desire category. And I don't want to hear from you, Sims. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, why, thank you. So why is the wife hating on him? We know the wife I probably, statistically, is not even sleeping with this man. The likelihood of the wife even having sexual, let's go ahead and pull up the chart because I give you the data here. We don't just talk noise. We have fun. This is a great edutainment show. The likelihood that this wife is even sleeping with Matt is Slim the Nun and Slim just died. So what the hell is she mad about? She mad because she hitting the wall. She's mad because he doesn't have sexual desire with her. She mad that she's a mental head case and Matt just blowing her off and she's just dead weight. He's dragging her around everywhere he wants to go because I want to go too. So he's got to drag her to the concert. And what does she do? What does she do when she goes to the concert? Ladies, I want you to pay attention to this. Pay attention to this because this is why you guys are suck at relationships, but you think you're good at relationships. She dragged her ass to that show. You know she doesn't want to be there. She only wants to be there to check on Matt's ass and to see what the hell he's doing. Well, obviously, he's going to be there looking at some young tail, okay? And she wanted to see for himself. She's not there to enjoy himself, so she dragged her rear in there, and she's complaining. And him looking at, and him looking at a piece of young junior college tail and him looking at young titties with the bra out. Come on. Agent of chaos. Despicable me. <laughs> Despicable human being. Reprehensible behavior. How dare you? And you guys do this. Not you guys. Women do this on a constant basis. They ruin your fun. All right, me and my homeboy, we're going to go to the concert. My want to go to the concert, too. My like the band, too. My want to participate. My want to have fun. Mm. 
And then they go there and they ruin the fun. They make it miserable. You see how Matt's looking in the video. He's like, damn, here with the old ball and chain. And there she is. And him looking at young girls. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ladies, will you guys stop shooting yourselves in the foot? Again, the likelihood that this man is even sleeping with his wife is low. As you can see here, sexist marriage, 15 to 20% of sexless, 20 to 30% of men say they have little to no sex drive. 30 to 50% of women say they have little to no sex drive. In a marriage, 30 to 50. Oh. <laughs> You've been married past seven, eight years. You don't even want to sleep with each other. You don't even want to see each other naked. So, but he's, but, but he still got to pay for her to go to the concert. He still got to pay rent or mortgage. He still got to split the taxes. He still's got to pay for the food or half of the food, even if he pays half. But I don't pay, coach. You pay, but I don't pay. And he still got to pay for her car payment, her oil changes, her little salon dues because her hair is thin, thinning out. He's got to pay for her salon due. He got to pay for her, her weight watchers. He's got to take her out to date night. He's still got to pay. He pay in excess of three to $5,000 a month for that woman, and he don't even sleep with her. <laughs> but I don't pay. Yeah, you pay to not get it when you're married. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, it's deplorable, man. You tricks. All male tricks. All right, uh, let's get into the next straggling sniggle. Oh, it gets even worse, guys. You think straggling sniggles going on here. There's a guy. There's a guy here. Let's see if I can close that tab. There's this uh, Sniggle right here. We call him Sniggles. Uh, Sniggles here. Allegedly was sick with the booty pox. Says right here, uh, Los Angeles man was infected with booty pox. He went on Instagram and he went to the drive-thru at McDonald's. All right, where Sniggles needs to want to make content. So he goes to McDonald's and then he posts that he's sick with the monkeypox and that um, he just had to get out of the house. And everybody was like, well, don't you have Uber Eats? You can order a pizza from Domino's. You don't have to come out with monkeypox. He was like, well, I'm hungry. I can tell, sleep and eat. So in this situation here, what happened was this fool faked the entire thing. He faked it. This, he faked for Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. This is why I call this straggle and sniggle theater. He had a makeup artist in Los Angeles. This is, see, the, this is some Los Angeles shit because people in L.A. are all trying to be actors, right? Everybody's trying to be an actor. Everybody's trying to get famous. Everybody's trying to pop off, right? So he hired a makeup artist to put monkeypox on him so he can have this viral moment. And I've been telling you, warning you about straggle and sniggle theater, right? What I've been telling you is a lot of people have been using viruses, the pandemic, uh, social issues, relationship issues to cause some sort of debate and chaos between the normies that follow these channels and, and uh, these, these YouTube, these not YouTube, Instagram channels, right? And so they make a short viral moment Edit it down, create it, and then they get you to debating. They 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 infuriate you. Uh, they they excite the they excite the the masses or the bases. All right, the the bases that agree 
they excite them. The bases that disagree, they excite them. And this is how dictators take over. If you ever watched the Netflix series called How to Become a Dictator, this is what people do. They actually create these scenarios. They divide the people. They create the scenarios. They excite one side of the base and they um, they take one side of the base and they infuriate them. And then you create this conflict and then you come in with the solution um, as the dictator. So um, I know this as Coach Alini here. So with this being said, I even see this on the conservative channels, right? The conservative Instagrams do the exact same thing. What they do is they they show you, they, they just, do, they, they go through, they, they'll show you the immigration. They'll set, show security guards opening the fence. You'll get infuriated. Then they'll show a transgender going ballistic. You get infuriated. Then the next week they'll show a, a cop scenario where he deletes a black person justifiably, right? And then, the other side was mad, and then they'll show it was justified. And then there's this constant infuriation. <laughs> so in this situation, this guy is doing the same thing, and many people have to question. New, 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 new world order. Many people have to question, um, are these people paid operatives? Are they being paid for this? Because you have to think uh, either there's desperation to get attention, attention, yes, or are they paid or are they led to do these things? And that one girl, the one girl that did the baby, the McDonald's thing where the, the daddy brought McDonald's from one kid and not the other three kids. Obviously, that was a straggling sniggle hoax. And again, the 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 girl was basically saying, hey, I got paid to do this. And I was going to promise to get paid based on the viral nature of this video. And I just played my part. Who paid? New, 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 new world order. Crazy, huh? And so this is another scenario where a guy is so desperate for attention and maybe desperate to uh, do whatever he needs to do. Um, he's he's creating the scenario. I want to find. Oh, here it is right here. Um, you know, graphic video. But he he shared a video of them creating the monkeypox right here. Right there. There's him getting the makeup in the chair. Stream. Choose yourself on all platforms. I don't know what this is talking about here. And I don't know if I, I can show the video here, but. Yeah, this is another episode of Straggling Sniggle and what you guys have to protect yourself from, unfortunately. I'm a social media person, so, you know, people can try to accuse me of being guilty of this as well. I'm showing advertisement. Mm. But what you have to protect yourself for is to understand that some of these people may be paid for this and there's a, there's a semblance of um, chaos being created. This, is, this, this particular part of the show leads me into the Lizzo category. Right. When I get to the Lizzo part, it's going to make sense. Why Lizzo's being used as an agent of chaos, just as these straggling sniggles are being used as an agent of chaos to divide the people. If you can be divided so much so on conversations like a man should bring a baby mother, um, uh, his baby moms with three other men's babies, McDonald's, and you're so infuriated and the bases are colliding against each other. That tells you there's a semblance of control. So when I get to Lizzo and I describe her as an agent of chaos, don't act stupid and be like, what? I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> you see what I mean? You see what I mean? Everybody got it. Now, some people are going to miss this part of the stream and they're going to go to the Lizzo part only. And they're going to act like, what are you talking about her being an agent of chaos? What? These people are, there's normies being agents of chaos out here. Anyway, let's get to the uh, sponsorship. This is the sponsorship portion of the show. And of course, this is also when I get to take a drink of water from doing all of this talking here.
right, Coach Gang Wear, link is in the description box below. New t-shirts out, description box below. Go check it out. All right, Albert Chalmers is in the building. Today's show is brought to you by Belly Deli, and it might be time for that time of the show. Good dang, man. Hey, we got two million people watching us and we need one million people unfortunately to like today's show man we need one million people on it can i get a one million can then we can we get a couple of likes we need to get at least to one thousand likes how about that and until we get to one thousand likes we're gonna see what personal clarity talks about here, here we go here what we really go. gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly y'all y'all see how scrum diddly um shit suck it look Ooh, ooh, baby girl, y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose, son. Let it. I know y'all see the football prank. The football prank go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on, parabola. Come on, y equal x squared. Maybe cubed on some days. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all. Y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose, son. Let it. I know y'all see the football prank. The football prank go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right, about 44 well, really gets me likes. Some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly um shit suck it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Sheesh. Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose, son. Let it, I know y'all see the football prank. Mm. The football prank go crazy. Mm. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola, come on, y equal x squared, maybe cubed on some days. Shout out to the sister, all right? I need a sister I can't resist her. Red beans and rice didn't miss her. Everybody try to check out. I'm not going to watch the belly deli. I'll come back after two minutes. All right, the football print go crazy. All right, who hitting that tonight? Who hitting that tonight? Shout out to uh, Albert Chalmers. How is uh, half space, half spaceship will travel? He's going to Mars too by 2030. He says skin 30, uh, skin, skin 30 comes fast after clapping, you know who. Skin 30 comes real fast. Oh, what time you got to leave? I'll be like, mm, it's getting dark. Definitely getting dark outside. It's getting dark. You get it? No, you don't get it. All right. Anyway. Damian Burr says, Coach, would you rather hit Belly Deli or Lizzo? I mean, do I have to choose? Good Lord. They both nasty. He says, I'm choosing Belly Deli. Give me the rooster sound. Yikes. Mm. I mean, I've not like I've not been there. I'm just letting y'all know. XL Pro Services is back in the building. Yes, indeed. I mean, I've done it. I've done something like that. It wasn't my proudest moment as a human being, but we all have that as men until you, you know what I mean? Until you raise your stakes. We all have that. We all have that point where it's like, oh boy, this is low. <laughs> I'm not going with, I can't do it now. I got had too many flatbacks. I'm not going back. I've had too many flatbacks in my life. You know what I mean? I just said, not that they're not nasty either, but. I just can't go with it. Shout out to Mr. Gourmet, John Gourmet. John's Gourmet is in the building here. 
getting, he says, close to getting jerk smoke spreads in the store soon. Appreciate the education, motivation, and edutainment. Best part of the day is CGA. Shout out to you. You're getting jerk smoked spreads. All right, shout out to you. Let me know when you have that. My friends overcharge me. Can't thank you enough for pulling me out of the black mirror, a.k.a. the sunken place. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, yes, I'm definitely unplugged, but I'm a lot more unplugged than you know. But uh, I can't share all of my unpluggedness with you, gentlemen. All right, people, y'all really, a lot of people still plugged in. You know what I mean? You super duper plugged in and super duper excited about goofy things, you know. But listen, have your fun. Have your fun. There's a Bible quote that I always want to pull up. I always I had a person um, that I saw in the 90s say this Bible quote, but it was talking about essentially how the, the minuscule minds are easily entertained. I got to look up where this Bible quote is. Okay. It's very much, you know, you little-minded people are easily entertained. It has something about that. Maybe my biblical people can get on this one and do a little research. But little-minded people are easily entertained, and they they run predictable entertainment on you all the time. I mean, it's <laughs> wag the dog. You know, they run the same old scenarios on you, and then they act dumb. And then, like, the Hunter Biden thing, come on. Uh, shout out to Caitlin. He's a Bible guy. Maybe you guys have the quote. Maybe you guys have the quote. He says, uh, he says, yeah, you got, he says, yeah, you got your 10 foil reserve. Yes, I do. Um, are you entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not what you're here? <laughs> Oh, man, same thing. You know what I mean? They they do the same thing. It's, you guys, you know, human beings, I guess, as intelligent as you believe you are, you're not very bright. New, new, you. New, new world order. You people. Not me, though. All right, shout out to Kalen F. He says, uh, what's up, coach? I just saw your stream on non-monogamy, and I have to say that the problem that men are going to have with women cheating is that they pay more. Wait a minute, who pays more? He says, married men pay the most to get sex and get none, and she cheats. That's a major red flag. Women should stop demanding marriages. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Um, marriage is always going to be a safe haven for them, whether they complete the marriage or not. And that's what people have to understand. They don't have to complete the marriage to get whatever they need to get from you. We're going to recover that in the next couple of um, shows here. Like, this is the starter husband. So women are always going to have a demand for marriages whether they're reckless or not, whether they're non-desirable or not, whether they are non-deserving of it or not. There's always the plausible deniability behind, hey, what's wrong with me? I'm a good woman, right? So let me show you just an example of that. Uh, here it is right here on my Twitter, my Twitter account, promoting my social medias at the same time of being on social media. But on Twitter, here's a, here's a thing that I posted that was posted from I. Uh, hypocrite Cecilia whether this is real or not I don't know she's located in Sweetwater Texas this is not from me or my dating app Cecilia 26 this looks like a normie dating app like a bumble or tinder where normies congregate to fornicate mm. Cecilia I'm five months pregnant 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 what the fuck <laughs> this is where beta males and whores congregate 
and then they have a meeting of the minds and they have frustration amongst each other. All right, this is what happens over here. I'm five months pregnant and have a four-year-old not looking for a hookup, really looking for a husband and someone that is not stingy with their money. There's no commas in here, nor periods or capitalizations who wants to spoil me and my kids. Cause Lord knows I know how to make a man happy and I know how to be, I don't know what the hell else she's talking about there, but this is an sample, a sample size of what's available on dating apps. Now, why is this important? Because she's still using the marriage as a secure her. I'm going to secure. Obviously she can't hold on to a man, not even the two men she's procreated with. She can't even hold on to them. And she claims to know what a man wants or know how to please a man. Obviously, you don't because two dudes skeeted in you and skedaddled. They didn't even stick around for the DNA reveal. All right. So you're losing right there. Number one. Number number two, you're with child and he skeeted in you and skedaddled. Number three, I always tell women, you might know how to please a man, but you don't know how to please me. You know how to please a man, but you don't know how to please me. See, men are not comp compared to me. I'm not the normal guy. I'm not the normie ass guy that you just come over there and twerk and shake your little jiggly booty and then give me a little bit of come hither stare and the shit's going to work. It's only going to work if you're in the junior college. All right. And then I'll think about it. But you know how to cook for men. You don't know how to cook for me. You know how to operate and function for a normie man, but you don't know how to operate and function for me. And this person right here believes that she can just go and rescue. I'm going to move to the I'm going to want to get married category. Now, obviously, she's going to fail at it. She's going to fail miserably at it. And the guy who marries her is going to fail at it, too. And that's you. But women will always use marriage as a place to secure the bag. Even if she does not complete the marriage, she secures it. Wow. What a disaster right there. This is the world you live in. Last one. My man's name is, we'll call him Willard. Willard Scott, is that you? And that's you. Shout out to Willard Scott. Anybody 104 years old today? No. <laughs> I believe that was Willard Scott. Where are we at here? Last one says, um, Ricky V, excellent point about dictators. They know people are not smart enough to see how their emotions are used against them. This is why politicians take political science in college. Yep, they take political science. They study law. And they also maybe come from a, they used to be able to come from a military background. So they're very conscious about how to train people and condition them. They also know people want to be led. People always want to look up to a savior or a rescuer. This is how people are able to dictate. And most like most of the time, we've never been free in most of our history as a people. We've always had somebody, an authoritarian, a king, a clergy. We've already a dictator. Somebody that we put above all the rest. Only in recent history have we had this sense of democracy. Rome tried it. It failed. Our United States tried it. We were, sub, you know, subversion from within. We've been hijacked. Our country's been hijacked multiple times by people who want to be dictators and they want to remove freedom as much as possible because they're like, uh, these idiots can't decide. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know, I, I, I know. People like these idiots cannot be the ones deciding the direction of our country, right? 
They're like these backwoods, Tennessee, Appalachian Mountain people. They literally, we cannot give them that much power. What did they do? They came up with the Electoral College. They were like, we're not letting backwoods people decide. Ultimately, anyway, we're getting too, we're getting too deep. We're getting too deep. The normies are shaking in their boots right now. They're going, how dare you? The ham and eggers, the mountain, the, the mouth breathers, the, the oxygen thieves, they don't know what's going on. They're like, what, what is he talking about? I don't get it. Your geopolitical information is just ragged, but your understanding of female nature is superior. So I'm extremely right over here, but wrong over here. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Normies are going crazy. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway. Anyway. But, but to understand why you do the thing that you do and react the way you react, you got to understand this part of it. So if you really want understanding and knowledge and wisdom, if you want to open your third eye, if you don't want to be deaf, dumb, and blind, you might want to see me. Wait a minute. New, 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 new world order. They're watching. All right, let's get to this part. What about ex-wives? Let's talk about these reckless ass ex-wives. Wait a minute. We're going ex-wives, then we'll get the Lizzo. All right, here we go. Spiteful ex-wives. Gary Owens and John Snyder. We're going to talk about white dudes getting finessed by ex-wives. They're highly likely to be finessed by ex-wives. Here it is. Just the good old boys. Just the good old boys. Dukes of Hazard star John Schneider. Residuals seized by ex-wife. Over $1.8 million owed in back support. Again, you got to tie everything together. You guys just want to segregate these conversations between men and women, but it's more than that. This is a system that is sent to destroy and divide, right? But you guys just want to stay. You think I'm going off topic, but I'm trying to fill you guys in without scaring you, <laughs> okay? I'm trying not to scare you, but I'm filling you in. This is a system sent to seek and destroy by the powers that be. And they use these systems. They, they take the... They take the person who has the least bit of logical reasoning and they give them power. New, 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 new world order. And they take the person who is the provider, the backbone, the person that has logic and reasoning, and they pit them against an emotional terrorist who uses the system to divide and conquer you. Come on, man. Y'all ain't ready for this. You guys think I stray off topic, but I'm trying to waken you up. It is a total system. It is not just men versus women. It is not just the system is screwed against men. Because if you really want to know, if you really want to know, if men were the lesser and women were the providers and primary earners, they still would use this system and we'd use it against women. Because that's what they want us to do. You Anyway, let's get to this despicable story. Dukes of Hazzard star John Schneider and his ex-wife, Elvira, that should have been a warning sign. He ran past that name. Elvira, sir, you married a woman named Elvira. Damn. I mean, uh, his ex-wife, Elvira, convinced the judge to seize his royalties until his back child support bill is paid off. Elvira. It says right here, according to the court documents obtained by Radar, the actor's ex said she is owed $1.8 million in back child support or back support in general. Well, I got some back support for her. Back in 2014, Elvira filed for divorce from John after over 10 years of marriage. Mm. 10 years, bro. 
10 freaking years. In the petition, she cited irreconcilable differences as a reason for the split. The two have two children. All right, so as you can see, this is predictable behavior, programming. People can't make it past 10 years. Elvira wanted to divorce him at year seven, but she waited till year 10. Right? Many times year 10 is a, a long-range, mar long-term marriage, and you can get more support, if not lifetime support. Guys, this is what I'm talking about. Will you guys wake up? Here we go. In 2016, the judge presiding over the case ordered John to pay his ex $18,000 a month in spousal support. $18,000 in spousal support. That amount was based on John's income of $40,000 per month. So they wanted him to pay a little less than half for spousal support. The actor opened up a production company where he directs and produces his own projects. Sorry about the, that's Elvira back there, bro. That's his wife. Holy. I'm, I'm assuming that that's his wife, Elvira, right there, bro. Wait, can y'all see this? Y'all can't even see it. I thought I was sharing. Hold on for a second. Hold up. I thought I was sharing. Here we go right here. This is his wife. Wait, can y'all see that? Let me make that larger. Let's make that larger. That's what she said. Hold up. We don't want the t-shirts.
Let's see if we can finish today's stream. Oh, apologies, apologies, apologies right here. New, 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 new world order. Oh, man, they got me. They got me. New, 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 new world <laughs> order. Oh, boy. All right, man. Computer's been tripping out. When I zoomed into that photo, they were like, hell no. <laughs> they zoomed into that photo. They was like, oh, no. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm talking about Lizzo here. I'm talking about Lizzo. We back in the building here. New, 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 new world order. They had me. They had me in the corner. I was getting a little too deep. I was getting a little too deep. All right, let's continue to talk about John Snyder's ex-wife. All right, continuing on. Hopefully, we don't have another one of those. If we have another one of those, we'll um, <laughs> we'll continue to show somewhere else. All right. So anyway. We were talking about she's divorcing him. She wants she got she was awarded eighteen thousand dollars a month in child support or spousal support on forty k income. Here's what happened: John and Elvira has been battling it out in court for years. In 2018, Elvira took him back to court, where he accused him of owing her one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in back support. Okay, and so uh, of the eighteen thousand, it sounds like he wasn't paying. All right, 18,000, he owed her 150K. She was counting the money. The actor said, quote, I'm sorry, I'm embarrassed and humiliated to be in this financial situation. The judge sentenced the actor to three days in jail, but he ended up serving three hours. So this was in 2018. But of course, she cannot leave well enough enough alone. So in 2020, Elvira demanded help from the court claiming John owed spousal support of 18, oh, sorry, $832,000 with the interest of $181,000 for the total of $1.1 million. She said John was pulling in $172,000 a month from his production company. So she took his ass back. Guys, let me tell you something. Even when you divorce, I know a lot of people, when we get to Gary Owens, you're going to hear this. Even when you divorce, it's just the beginning. It's the beginning of the pocket watching. It's the beginning of you getting a better life, and she's left out. And if there's some sort of agreement that you made with the court, she can get it modified, and the bullshit never ends. Many women don't move on. Some women do move on. There's women like, I would never do this. So what? In a newly filed declaration obtained by Radar Online, Elvira said John owes her back support from 2016 through September 2020 in the amount of $1.4 million. However, with interest, <laughs> she counting interest. With interest, she says the amount has grown to $1.8 million. Okay. Um, Elvira, okay, so let me just tell you, he owes her the money, unfortunately. He owes her the money. That's how marriage works. You get divorced. He's trying not to pay her. I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe he did pay her and she's acting like it. It sounds like the first time he didn't pay her, he admitted it and he took the jail sentence. He took the jail sentence. They threw him in jail for spousal support, Sean. Elvira told her, this woman obviously has no means to earn any income. All right. And so she's using him as the means. This is why I tell you about marriage. This is the contract you're signing. Uh, this is you paying. This is you paying after the fact. This is you paying for no sex. This is you paying for marriage with no sex. 
But guys will say up and down that they don't pay. Here it is. Elvira told the court that John is, quote, a professional actor and a country singer that receives payments and residuals from 30 different entities. And he has and continues to receive residuals from past services as an actor, as an actor, which are paid through third parties. Essentially, what she's saying is he got money everywhere. He's hiding it. And he's also being paid through companies, not his personal name. So she's not only suing him, she's suing all of the companies. How do I know? She says right here, she fired off a subpoena to SAG or AFTA slash ACTA to determine how John was being paid. Guys, this is an evil, despicable ex-wife who cannot move on with her life. She's using him, she's leeching off of him, and she's being a parasite. But technically, legally, she's, she's entitled to the money. Hear me when I say Legally, technically, she's entitled to all of this money based on the contract that you signed with the family court because you loved her and she would never do that to you, right? And that's you. So she subpoenaed SAG, who is the Screen Actors Guild, to determine how John was being paid because he probably filled out a form and said, pay this entity over here, pay this LLC, pay this S-Corp, pay, don't pay me. All right, when you pay me, pay this S-Corp. So then she thinks she can go ahead and sue the businesses for being paid. The court then signed off on her request to seize his residuals from CBS Entertainment, CBS Television, and Walt Disney Pictures until the back support is paid off. John did not oppose this request in court. So it sounds like he might not even have showed up. He was like, F this chick. I can't deal with it no more. I, I just, whatever. Tell her to get whatever she wants. So this is how far they'll go. Remember, when you get divorced, it's just the beginning. You finalize the divorce. It's just the beginning. If you have children, it's just the beginning, guys. All right, um, let's go into the next one. And if I do go off again, uh, just it'll take me a few minutes, but I'll pop back up. Uh, Gary Owens. Here you go. He got his ninja pass revoked. This is a guy who's kind of made his way around the the minstrel circuit of comedy. <laughs> I know people are mad at me. Uh, the minstrel circus of uh, circuit of comedy. Basically, he's been the funny white guy that understands black culture. He married a black woman. And um, eventually he got divorced from that woman. And now she's taking him through the ringer. So much so that he's being alienated from his children. This one I can understand as well. This is what malicious mothers do. So he's being alienated from his children. And he is now lost contact with i believe all his children but it definitely his teenage college age daughter which i would love to see a picture of all right here it is right here um we're not going to go with that we're going to just go with this story here and listen to how he oh wait a minute i'm not showing it i'm not sharing it uh boy me in the sharing today i gotta be in the sharing mood uh this is gary owens here sorry i, I was not sharing the screen uh so this is gary owens here the funny white guy who can make black people laugh so um, and then he's pretty much like, you know, listen to hip hop. He was the funny kind of quirky white guy. He wasn't the Eminem rapper guy. He was the quirky white guy that, oh, he likes hip hop. He understands. He understands the culture. And he married a black woman and then it went left. Um, I'm I'm saying this to say doesn't matter what race of woman you marry in America it's still the same contract. OK, 
Um, they got married in 2003. So this is him explaining what's going on here. Gary Owens, take it away. Okay. Well, how okay. much does that okay. ask you about your okay. kids, though? Okay. They're not right. spoken right. to them for a year and yeah. a half. Kids. Yeah, Happy that year. sucks. That ain't gonna lie. Did you, I, I, huh? Did you try to call them? Oh, I've done everything. Okay, so um, people don't really understand what goes on here. So uh, the wife is pretty much just like Sylvester Stallone's wife. I told her, uh, told ex-wife, I told you what they do. They kind of reel the kids in in the codependent mindset to protect the kids away from the father. They'll say the father is the abuser and he's this and manipulative, but it's her doing it, but she's doing it because she's the victim and an emotional terrorist. And they know the mother is more likely to flip out than the father. So people start placating and taking sides with the mom. Steph Curry did this with Dale Curry. All right. When Steph Curry's mom was riding on a white dude's salami. Right. And then they were like, well, he was cheating the whole time. And then they sided with the mom. People tend to do that because they know mom will crumble into pieces if they were like, mom, you're the evil one. Right. So in this situation here, Gary has tried to reach out for his kids to his kids. And it's been a year and a half. And they were like, well, did you try? No, Bozo. I didn't try at all. I just let them be. I just gave them space. Of course, I tried. But he's Gary Owens is kind of ignorant about the process and you'll hear it. And when I say ignorant, it's not negatively. I'm not speaking negatively that you're ignorant, but I'm saying you don't know the process. You're unaware and you're believing that you're going to fight through this process. But what ends up happening is and I'm going too much here. What ends up happening is men don't have a playbook for this until they come to me. I'm giving you the playbook for this because I've experienced it and I know what what's what. Let's go ahead and continue. I've done everything. I have I've I've gone to Greensboro because my daughter's at AT, knocked on her door, she wouldn't answer. Damn. I just I tried to see her at the airport one time, tried to catch her. Yes. And then, That's you. you know, it's just that it hurts. is what I it I don't know what to do at this point because I'm like blocked on social media. I've gone to every outlet to try to get a hold of my daughter. I went to Venmo, I went to WhatsApp, and every time I reach out, it's like then I'm blocked. So he's trying to reach out to his daughter. He even said he went to the dorm room, which I don't know, Gary, if you want to go to the dorm room to meet your daughter, that might be not the place to go. You might see something you don't want to see. But um, he's now going to Venmo and he's doing everything he can to reach out to his daughter. Obviously, his daughter siding with the wife, which is fine. Um, I don't think that. And why is that flag in the background reading rainbow style? But anyway, I don't think that Gary was an asshole to his kids. I can't imagine that. Uh, but people will say he probably was an asshole and he cheated on his wife. Who who knows? We already did the story on that, and I don't think that was present. But um, the father is disposable. You're the disposable one, and you're the one that they could say, well, you can live without us, but the mom can't. So we're going to side with the mom, and we're going to alienate you, or the mom will alienate the child against you. Um, and he's stuck. He's stuck. Let's continue. Man. So it's like, dang. Even when you send money? No, 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 no. Um, Venmo, just say hi. Oh, yeah, got, yeah, you, yeah. got you, got you, got you, got <laughs> you. Yeah, don't say hi without no money attached to it, dad. Again, you're just a wallet. You're just a wallet. So he's trying to find his daughter. And the last place he reaches to is Venmo. He wants to say hi. And here come these, you know, small-minded people. Well, you should have gave her some money. Don't say hi without sending no money. You're the wallet. Open your wallet. Pay me my back support. Pay me my interest. Pay the kid's education. Pay everything, but you're alienated from the kid. You can't see your kid. You're an asshole. You're an abuser. This is what guys get. You see this? It's tough. Like, what do, what do you do? And Gary Owens is stuck. He's in the sunken place. Let's continue. 
Okay. But when did that go bad? Because y'all were, y'all were doing this together. Like, y'all were getting a divorce together. You mm-hmm. said you had a five-hour yeah. conversation. You, you told the kids. And then when did it go left with the kids? Because no, we didn't tell the kids. We were going to, like, wait and, like, do <gasps> it together. So they had to hear on the line. TMZ. That's oh, how they found out. Man. And, and then I had, to, I had to lie to my daughter. They probably heard from me. One time because... The process server was coming and I didn't know. <laughs> so they all process server. So he knows the process server is coming and uh, he has custody of the kids. So he's got to play this whole. I know what you're going through. You're trying to hide. All right. So it is. It, it is what it is. So if you guys don't know anything about process servers, hiding or whatever, dodging them or whatever you're doing with them, he knows the process server is coming, but he also has custody of the kids. So he's trying to protect them from this situation. He's also trying not to expose himself and keep himself vulnerable and so forth and so on. Obviously, he didn't have an attorney if they're serving him. I mean, you have an attorney, they serve your attorney. Continue. And she was supposed to come to Baltimore after it hit the fan, and I was like, come to Baltimore, and we could sit down, and we just have a weekend together, and I, we could talk. And then I couldn't because I wasn't – she wasn't served yet, and I wasn't served. There so I go. had to tell my daughter, I said, you can't come because if, she, if she's with me and she gets served, I'm served. There you go. So there he is. He's playing the whole – you can't come with me. So he's he's distancing himself. It sounds like he distanced himself from his kids so that the kids didn't find out where he lived or where he was staying so he can avoid being served. And that might have where put the split into it, right? Because the mom is over on the other side. When the kids are with the mom, the mom's like, where's your daddy live? And give me his information. And you can't see him if he doesn't give you the address. And the mom's abusing the kid. But she's claiming the man is the bad guy because he doesn't want to get sued in court. Guys, you don't volunteer to get sued in court. If you don't want to get served, you don't have to get served. And if she's using the kids as leverage to serve him, meaning she's sending the kids over to track them, she's following them, she's having a private invest, she's abusing the kids, but people don't see it like that. She's manipulating the kids. She's manipulating the custody. The only reason she's sending the kids there is to track the father. This is manipulation this is terrorism but people don't look at it that way they still will say the man's the asshole let's go ahead and continue so it got like love and war type deal and it sucked because i had to mm-hmm. lie to her and be like i came i came up with some reason like i don't know if i'm gonna do the show in baltimore but i still i flew her to um arizona to hang out with her cousin because i like, guess it's important to be with somebody this weekend so i said go go hang out with your cousin in arizona i got it but I- so he's not even taking custody of his kids to avoid being wrecked in court, essentially. Had, that was that was one thing I lied about. Mm-hmm. But why why now though? Like why talk about it now? Because it kind of, it went quiet. It was quiet. Uh, I don't know. Everybody kept telling me like you should tell your side, and I'm and honestly, it's probably a, a also this is another effort for my kids to hear it. Yeah, 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 gonna yeah, hear yeah. it. True. Mm-hmm. What's you know? the road to you and uh, Kenya being civil? Like, what do you think? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what's the road to being civil? If you start off like that, it's never going to get civil. It's never going to repair. This is the problem why if you start off a divorce and you're not on the same page, which some people do, it's not very common, but it people do it often. If you're on the same page and are willing to walk away and you're not trying to use the system, you'll be fine in a divorce. You'll be fine. The kids will be fine. If it starts off toxic, it ain't never going to get better. It ain't never going to be what she says, civil. It is a uncivilized discourse and the legal system that both people are going to play or use against each other is only going to open wounds. It's not going to close wounds because there's always going to be a semblance of he owes me and I can use this system 
to destroy him. And then you go to one step, destroy. The next step, destroy. And then there's always an open door for destruction. So it's never going to be civil, ever. If it starts off uncivilized. Let's continue. Has to happen. I don't know. I think the divorce has to become final first. Mm -hmm. No, see, that that's where he's ignorant. Again, I just shared a story about John Snyder. He was divorced, and this broad took him to court and still was taking him to court for years and years and year after year and year after year later, and then trumping up interest. and tr So, no, finalizing the divorce doesn't lead to being civil. It just increases the uh, terrorism that's about to occur, continuing. And then, then we can start the healing process. Uh, but right now, it's like, geez. As ugly as they can get. Are you worried about her? And it's always going to be that way. Are you exposing your N-word tape? Oh, God. That's, your, that's never happened. You've been together 23 years? Yeah, that's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Ohio State fan, bro. But, but I was going to ask, with, with your kids, so, so how do you, like, because you, you're the dad, so you got to pay for ish. Oh. How does that work? Because you're paying for college, paying for this, paying for that? I, I'll be honest. I paid for the first year and a half at A&T, and then my daughter got really upset at me and uh she said i don't want you paying anything else stop but oh, they really mad mad they mad mad yeah so that's interesting right so he was the open wallet he was paying and it didn't rehab the situation so what's important to note there is that he still when it was it, it was uh it was starting to fracture he still thought that if he paid that would close the wound that would open a, a bridge to 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 have a conversation but it just they never appreciated it. She's like, I don't care. I don't appreciate it. Cut it off. The, which is fine with me. I say, cut your ass off. You're not entitled to college payment at all. So I would save the money if I was him. But he's trying to he's trying to meet her there. And the, the young woman is not willing to do that. She's for the streets, right? She's for the streets. In the streets. Yeah. Okay, so that's Gary Owens right there. Um, we're going to take that down and go to the situation there so those are two prime examples two prime examples of uh two men who discover what how how divorce works unfortunately for men we're we find out how divorce works through the process and then when a guy has been through the process we talk about it to you guys and then when we talk about it they say we're bitter and hurt we're angry um instead of going man men should know about this women that have multiple sons they want their young sons to know about this because they know how treacherous women are when it comes to this legal consequence. So women with sons want me to talk to their sons. Women with one son a man, th that they're going to manipulate into a being a son husband, they want no parts of this. So this is the conversation that I have to push through to let you guys know. Because unfortunately, most men only find out during the process. All right, let me do these. Um, Yeah, they don't teach this in school. They don't. And by the way, remember, some of my early videos, they want you to be stupid about this. They don't want you to know about this, because if you do, if you did know, would you do it right? Nope. OK, you wouldn't do it. You'll be smart enough to dodge the bullet. But many guys aren't Turnpike Tyrone. I took two Ukrainian flatbacks to the water park and overheard a couple of MLK House hippos calling me a sellout. Him a sellout. Jokes on them. Can't sell out if you never bought in. Shout out to you. Hey, shout out to you. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. You're the greatest. You're the greatest. He said, uh, 
I don't know what, but they're always mad. Whether you get a passport, they mad if you get a, <laughs> they mad if you get a white girl, they mad if you get a Latina girl, a Puerto Rican. Oh man, shout out to the dictator that I can. Uh, he says I can confirm all facts, Coach. Thank you, sir. Uh, we gonna get into Lizzo next. Oh wait a minute, I'm running a banner. Lizzo coming up next for the people who want to know. The dictator also said, "Oh, that's what you said." All right, shout out to Simon Small. He says contributions for the struggle stream. Struggling over here. Moto serve. He says Lizzo got the hackers on them. I'm always curious. I'm always curious about that. Jim status says get fit and get money. Get money. I got money. Moto serve. Have you seen Sylvester Stallone's daughters? Lord, yes, I did. I had I did a whole show on it, and I put them as a thumbnail, and I said. Hello. <laughs> and that's you. Him a metaphile. You can't date. Dude, the, the amount of salami policing the men is ridiculous. Ladies, stop policing our Johnson and men too. If we want young, let us have young. If you want to date out of the race, let us date out of the race. Most men don't. You want to go overseas, go overseas. But we always warn men too. Well, we got to tell you what's going on. We got to tell you what's going on. All right. Back to the show. Let's get into Lizzo. Uh-oh. Do we want to get into Lizzo? Was Lizzo sent here to destroy the modern woman and their mentality? Hear me out here. Hear me out. I just gave you an indication of, of the, the agents of chaos. Are you not here entertained? About the many, the many people who are distracted by some of these topics that are put here by people who are there to control you, right? To distract you to keep you off of wanting to be successful, to keep you uh, under the control, all right? We are here, and we are in control. So let me show you a picture here. Oh, I saw something that is out of order. I was going to share and straggle and sniggle, but it's okay. Let's talk about Lizzo. Uh, here it is right here. This is her Instagram. She has 12.8 million followers on Instagram. That's pretty significant. That's got to be up there, one of the highest. So a lot of people be following her. I want you to pay attention to what her name is on Instagram. The name of her Instagram is Lizzo Be Eating. Let's just go ahead and say a prayer for Lizzo Be Eating right here. I don't know if you guys know, but uh, that is right there an indicator of someone that is definitely misleading you into doing unhealthy things. Many of the things that she be eating on there are not healthy for you. Thus, if you do try to mimic this in the 12.8 million bots that are following her, you're probably not going to be healthy in mind, body, or spirit. Some of the things that she's displayed on this Lizzo be eating particular channel or network probably is not going to be healthy for you in mind, body, or spirit. But since... Women are under the control of the government and no longer under the control of the fathers or the husband. Neither their brothers. This who they be following. Lizzo be eating. I mean, that's an L in itself. But somehow we go ahead and overlook that and we feel sorry for her, despite the fact that she says she'd be happy, but she'd be crying many times. And she'd be eating. All right, so. Anybody think that this is healthy? I mean, her name is Lizzo be eating. All right, let's go ahead and go to the next part of why I say she was sent here to seek and destroy. 
the mentality, the mind of uh, some American women. Here's here, here's an example. This woman's name right here is Tess Holiday. This is Tess Holiday. Um, Tess Holiday says, I was as shocked as everyone when I learned I had anorexia. I did an entire show on that. As you can see here, she's a model. Tess Holiday, be a model. And this is Tess Holiday here. This be Tess Holiday. Now, some of you guys are in love. You're like, I'm in love with you. Love with you. I'm in love. Yeah. All right. And so here she is right here. She says she has anorexia. Now, I don't know if you know that that is chaotic by in itself. I mean, because obviously this does not be this would not be the person you define that be having anorexia. Right. You'd be like, this is can't be the truth. And she went ahead and she went around and she told everybody she got her violin out. And she also said, and it's all Jermaine it's always Jermaine And she tried to convince us that uh yeah, she be having an anorexia disorder. And I think she, you know, fell off the wagon even of that. She couldn't even she couldn't even complete that process. But why is this important? I gotta tie it all together. This is a woman named Adele. This is where I want to get to. See. To seek and destroy, in order to seek and destroy, you got to get people to be compliant. You got to get them to sympathize for you. You got to make them also believe and have an agent of chaos to make them believe, ladies, you happy be eaten. You happy being unhealthy. You happy being a victim. You happy being that. And what these people will do is they'll bring in people that will fit that story. They'll say, here's a person right here, Adele. Adele be eaten. Adele be overweight. Adele be a pog until Adele says, hell no, I won't go. I, I'm done with being a pog. I'm done being eating. And so what Adele did was say, I'm going to be happy because she obviously I'm not happy. was not happy being a pog. She wanted a real man. She wanted to marry that damn basketball agent, LeBron's agent. And so she went out there and she lost weight. What happened? What happened? You think people were happy for her? Nope. No, they was mad, mad. Adele said she was disappointed by women's brutal conversations about her body after her weight loss. Oh, so the people who were saying, we want you to be happy and fat, meaning minuscule minded people, they was mad when she said, I'm going to get really happy. Plus, I have the money. I can afford it. Prior to this, Adele was saying, I'm happy being fat. So she switched on them. She bait and switched. She bait and switched. And the women that followed that and ate up hamburgers and French fries and potato chips and dino chicken nuggets and tombstone pizza because Adele was doing the same thing and sabotaging herself and sabotaging her health and, and be eating and be unhealthy and be smelling that, uh, bad. They thought she crossed them. She was like, no, nah, you stabbed us in the back, Adele. We lost our way because you lost your way. She's not the only one, guys, that was sent as an agent of chaos to destroy the mindset of the American woman. Here's a woman right here. I have to say something. I'm a little bummed that Adele lost weight. What? Say it ain't so. Oh, this is coming for Lizzo, by the way. Yes, I know this is not about me, but it's not just about Adele either. Oh, how dare her lose weight? Now I got to lose weight. I thought you were happy eating fr uh, fried up Twinkies and hostess cupcakes, but I'm she's skinny now and she's really happy and she's of the higher selected women. But I'm still sitting here lumped over. I got Dunlap disease. My belly done lapped over my belt line. 
Oh, it ain't the only one. Rebel Wilson went through this. Jennifer Hudson went through this. A lot of women who show up as agents of chaos and eventually leave the new, 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 new world order. They get what? They get upset. Their fan base of women that they've corrupted into miserable human beings, right? They feel like they got stabbed in the back. So you got that damn Tess Holiday. Oh, I got anorexia. All the fat women are like, uh-uh. Nah, we supposed to be happy. Same thing with um, 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 Adele. Same thing with Rebel Wilson. Same thing with Jennifer Hudson. You supposed to be fat and unhappy with us. But now when they at the swim thick party acting like they happy, but they go home miserably crying in their bowl of oatmeal at night, they get anger towards the women that they've corrupted. Rebel Wilson and Adele say losing weight has made them happy. What? I'm not happy. But some fans feel angry and betrayed. This is an idea that these people were sent there to seek and destroy these women. And then when they pull the rug from up under their foot, now they were angry and betrayed. Why? Because they can't lose the weight and be really happy. These people convinced them. Look at this. Is this Rebel Wilson? These people convinced them that they would be happy being fat. And then they bait and switched them. Jennifer Hudson. And now they bait and switched them. Now the women are not happy. What's happening with Lizzo? What's happening with Lizzo? She is the same. She's just the next agent of chaos. Sorry for this commercial. She's just the next one of these women that will ultimately find that she's really happy when she loses the weight. But unfortunately, she gets paid to be fat and happy. She gets paid to promote this lifestyle as her trying to aim for the top tier men. Saying that just because she's talented and famous, that she can be happy. And it's not working. She's obviously not happy. She let Aerie Spears, who Aerie Spears, hold, close your ears for a second, looks like could be Lizzo. You know what I mean? Aerie <laughs> Spears could be the male Lizzo. He doesn't look like he's in great shape, but he definitely had commentary towards her body. With that being said, women, women sell their body, so it's men can do well in life without a good body. Let's go ahead and scroll down at what Aerie Spears had to say. Let's go ahead and listen here. Oh, fair use. We're going to Twitter. Wait a minute. What did he say? Lizzo. So this you know, is, you know somebody that like I said, I met Aerie Spears. Wait, I met Aerie Spears in person. He's a cool dude. But uh, as you can see, he's 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 not in the best shape himself, so his critique of Lizzo is going to be met with um, you ain't all that anyway, right? So and that's the honestly ham and egg or critique. Let's listen. Yo, you know somebody that actually made good music, man? Lizzo. Lizzo? Yeah, bro. Have you heard her shit, yo? Like I um, by the way, this is somewhat straggling sniggle theater as well. This seems very scripted. And uh, this topic was introduced to him very scripted, right? So it is what it is. You guys got to understand social media has been taken over by the regular person. And now the comedians and the actors who are used to being scripted, they now have to be play a part in this as well. So if you listen to the dialogue, there's not much dialogue. This is script. Let's go ahead and listen again. Yo, you know, somebody that actually made good music, man. Lizzo. Lizzo. Yeah, bro. Have you heard her shit? Yo, like as a songwriter, yo. I, I can't get past the fact that she looks like the shit emoji. She's got a very pretty face, but she keeps showing her body off, nigga. Like, come on, man. Come on, yo. 
Yeah, Sean. All right. He's like, yo, Sean, come on, yo. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Word him up. Word up. Word. Word to God. Word to the gods of the earth. All right. But obviously, he they set that up for him to take a shot at her. Right. And now he's going to use this great comedic element to take shots at her. And um, let's continue here. I'm sorry. Listen, I ain't the most in shape nigga in the world, but I still, you know, when you funny and you got swagger and confidence and, and you decent looking, I think I'm at least handsome. You get pussy, but a woman that's built like a plate of mashed potatoes is in trouble. You know, what kills me about women is, is the hypocrisy and the contradiction. Yes, queen, slay queen. Yeah. So yeah, he's a, so he's, he's in his rhythm now. He's warmed up. He's going well, he's definitely warmed up because he's sweating under that hat and lights. So uh right now he's definitely gonna get into um the hypocrisy of the double standard. Let's go ahead and listen here. Hypocrisy in the contradiction. Yes, queen, slay queen, yes, queen, slay. Yeah, girl, your confidence. Fuck diabetes, fuck heart 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 problems, fuck heart disease, cholesterol. Y'all claim womanhood and about sisterhood and support for your sister. You know, when it come to that ridiculous shit. But if you really gave a fuck, why wouldn't you go, black girl, we love you. We love your confidence, boo-boo. But th this ain't it. So I, I'm I'm saying this chaotic, what they're doing. He's breathing hard now. Shout out to Harry Spears. Um, Harry Spears is going to come after me. He like, bro, why you have to? Come on. Hey, I'm a comedian. So I get a pass. So in this situation here. Uh, he's right, and I've been saying this about the swim thick promotion. I've been saying this about it. There's health consequences to this, and then the obvious defense is you don't know how a per how healthy a person is just because they carry a lot of weight. Well, I say yes, people carrying a lot of weight, but you're carrying too much. So I can probably tell that if you, you know, ended up in a casket, <laughs> uh, six people can't carry you. You need a crane, and that would, you know. Not, and you can't you can't take you to the, the place where they do the uh, crematory because you burn down. You know what I mean? When you cook in a steak and the fat hits the fire, you know, you burn down the whole crematorium over there or whatever they call the place where you get cremated. Continuing. This ain't it. Where's that's the real love. Yes. Y'all jump on me for making jokes. There you go. But y'all won't fucking be real and go, sister. Put the eclair down for real. I, listen, that's very valid point. That's the point that I'm making here. This is the agent of chaos stuff. This is the destructive nature of the conversation of Lizzo, her being a victim. And so what he's saying here is truth. Obviously, we don't like truth in our country because we want to be entertained and we want everybody to feel good. Why do they keep putting Lizzo out there? We're going to show you. She won an award last night, one award, and she's the talk of the show. She's the talk of the show. Other people won multiple awards, I would assume, and nobody's talking about them. They're talking about Lizzo. So this is what tells me she's an agent of chaos. Continuing. This ain't it. It's treadmill time. It's treadmill time. So, yes, he, I, I, I'm I, going to assume that Aries, you're going to join her <laughs> on treadmill time, I hope. But what he did say was it doesn't matter as a man, right, because we'll still get sex. I don't know if that's – we got to start learning that that's not the reward. Yes, that sweet, sweet thing. But that's not the thing that says, well, we'll still get women. <laughs> we can be out of shape, a fat bastard, but we can still get women as if that's the excuse. Oh, well, 
we still gotta we gotta we gotta fix that as men we gotta fix that as men a lot of our red pill topics have talked about that we'll just get money right and then it's all I got money. and it's fine all right uh let's talk about Lizzo's response to this and the ham and eggers of the world's response she won an award uh can we see this share the screen kaylee thank you kaylee and uh i'll see you in a minute all right uh it's kaylee sharing the screen let's see here kaylee wants me to oh you want me to close down the show Oh, you're a blonde and you don't have any. T- no, okay. Here we go. Uh, can we get the volume up here, Kaylee? There we go. Let's get the volume up. This is her. I don't know if you can tell. She want she's wearing like a Madonna cone titty. Like, remember Madonna wore the cone titties? She's wearing the Madonna cone titty. This is her up here. Bruh. Now look, if this was your mama, your sister, your cousin, your niece, bruh. Look, look at this representation. So, again, why are they pushing her out here? Is she? Is it because of her talented music? I think not. Her music is, she's talented as a musician, but no, it's not that important. No, no. What happened? Oh. Um, here's the, boy, it's empty in there. All right, I tell you, boy, nobody cares about these things. New, 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 new world it's order. empty in there, by the way. Everybody's all these paid operatives and actors. Oh, we love you. We care about you, girl. If they cared about her, they would tell her to stop Lizzo be eating. But no, they're going to feel sorry for her. All these paid actors are going to feel sorry for them. They're going to pat each other on the back. They're going to continue to let her be a paid operative and so forth and so on and destroy the mentality of a lot of modern young women. Continuing. So she gets up there cursing. Not only is she lethargic looking, now she's despicably ratchet. You know what I mean? It's a deadly combination for the modern woman to take an example out of because she's winning. In their mind, she's winning, and she's going to claim she's winning, and I'm going to dispute that. But not only are you lethargic looking, you're despicable in your behavior. Come on, man. And your daughters are watching this woman. Your your nieces, your cousins are watching this woman in support. In my mind, it's despicable. Yeah, gluttony. Mention she breaks eight of the seven deadly sins. Thank you so much. Uh, first, I want to say shout out to Christian Breslauer who directed the music video. Titty Lauer. Um, I don't know <laughs> what uh, music video for good. She's also. Anyway, good means, but I do know what your vote means, and that's a lot. Your vote means what is going on with this nose ring? I mean, this is what you do when you own cattle or you're in a tribe somewhere in India or Africa. I'm not sure what's going on there, but everything to me, it means everything to making a change in this country. See again. So. She she's she's the leader of change. She's the Benito, Benito Mussolini of of change for modern women. She's the she's the one that modern women are gonna follow to change what exactly? What are we gonna changing? Beauty standards? What are, what are we claiming about changing? This is crazy, bro. <laughs> what are we changing? Political ideology to be able to terminate babies at a, a massive rate. Come on, this is a this is despicable. 
This is your queen. This is your leader. Ladies, this is your leader. So remember when you're voting for your favorite artist, vote to change some of these laws that are oppressing us. Oh, boy. So we're not, that's the only thing oppressing you. I mean, this is the, this is, this is outrageous. You're kind of oppressing yourself. Stop bringing political here. I want to say thank you so much for supporting me and loving on me. Supporting me and loving on me. That means everything to her because she believes that she can't lose. She's winning. And as long as she has your support, as long as she maintains being a fat woman, she has to maintain. I showed you this with Rebel Wilson, with uh, Tess Holiday, Dell, and Jennifer Hudson. As long as you keep being fat, you're fine. We'll support you. The minute you want to really get happy in life, they're going to turn on you quickly. Continuing. And now to the that got something to say about me in the press. Hold up. I got to go back. Look at that look right there, bro. Oh. Oh, man, Lord. Oh. Why do women like to be angry like that all the time? Let's continue. There's her fans. There's her following. Now, look at these flatbacks. Even the black girls are flatback. Flatback Kaylee. Flatback Latina. Flatback white girl playing Jane. All right, Stock Factory issue white girl. You got a couple of rainbows in there. All right. There's flatback, flatback, flatback. These are the women. Remember, I told you, she's sent to destroy modern women. These women are not obese. These women are not obese, and they're cheering her on. What is going on, bro? And so are these guys. They're not obese neither. But why are they celebrating her? They feel sorry for her. Or they could say, well, at least I can be Lizzo and still win and be famous. I don't have to try as hard in life. I don't need the beauty standards anymore. So if I get big like Lizzo, I'll be okay. He says they were paid. Yeah, they definitely are paid. They definitely are paid by, by definition, yes. Speaking of paid, actor, 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 actor. Anyway, and they're laughing at her. You know what I mean? It's a situation where they're laughing with her and at her at the same time. Have you noticed that? They're laughing with her and at her. So they know she's despicable. They know she's ratchet. They know she's out of shape. They know she's killing herself. They know she's not happy. But yeah, let me laugh at it. You know what? I'm not going to say nothing. They'd be like, Lizzo, why don't you clap back? Why don't you clap back? Because I'm winning. Oh man, that wow! Let's let's let, let's do that again. Let's do that again. Hey, are there ladies here? Hey, uh, ladies, if you support this message right here, put a one in the chat. Don't be, don't be, don't be shy, ladies. If you're here because you're like, Coach got smoke for Lizzo. If you're here and you're happy with you and yourself, and you follow Lizzo, and you're supporting her message, put a one in the chat. I want No, I know the women that are here. There's, I want you to put a one only if you're a woman and you're supporting this. And then maybe you can get us. Why? Ladies only. 
don't say nothing. They be like, Lizzo, why don't you clap back? Why don't you clap back? Because I'm winning. Man, black women should be up in arms right now at this representation of them because she, I don't know, was she the only black woman that won? And they chose her out of all. I mean, look, and then when she gets up there, this is what she lives. Who's happy about this? Some 16-year-old girl? What, who's happy about this? Who's impressed by this behavior? Look at what she got on, bro. This is the best representation that you can get for black women. This is the big, this is it. And so, wow. Oh man, boy. Oh, they, she, she done gone the wrong way. So uh, anyway, she's supposed to go the other way with the other reading rainbow guy. Let's continue with the show. That's it. This will be eating right there. I mean, this is what I think, I think, and I believe Chronicle of Judah, Chronicles of Judah. Let me give him a shout out. Um, he was probably one of the first people that I have heard address her as an agent of chaos. I believe it was him. I'm not sure if it was him, but he has discussed celebrities into this, like at that idea. And we know she's not happy. We have relatives that are like her and they're, they're, they're miserable human beings, but they will portray that they're happy and I'm living it, bitch. I'm women. I'm living my best life. All they're doing you know they go home, and you also see them breaking down and having weak moments. You also hear them, I'm going to go on a diet, and I'm going to get better. You also hear, I'm going to get off crack and drugs. And then they keep getting on, and they never win. They'll turn 50 and 60 and be miserable human beings, right? That's y'all's champion. What a world we live in, man. I tell you, I, I think you guys got to realize what she's out there to do, and they're supporting her doing this. All right. Let me check something real quick, and we might get on to the last subject matter. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Let's go into the last subject matter. We're going to talk about, again, manipulation, the art of manipulation. The art of manipulation featuring Brittany Renner. You know, women don't really care about Brittany Renner. Men seem to care more about Brittany Renner than women do. Um, So in this situation, you guys know who she is. I'm not going to give her that much more attention, but uh, she is the modern-day Jezebel. Essentially, she... She doesn't realize that she has limited time. And even if she does win, when she does win, it ends up going to be a loss. She's the modern-day Corinne Steffens. So some women will say, well, Corinne Steffens out here, she, she's worth $12 million, but she's still miserable. She's still ha not happy, right? Mm. She still can't find the man that she wants, and even the man that she wants is a despicable human being, meaning she runs all over him. And she's like, oh, gosh, I, I just can't be happy. So. Brittany Renner, despite the fact that she sees herself declining, she sees herself in trouble, she also is not deterred by it. She's like, I don't care. I'll take myself down and anyone around me all the way down to into the abyss. This is a succubus spirit. It's a Jezebel spirit. And I educate men about the spirit of Jezebel, right? Defiant until the end. So here's Brittany Renner. And this is, I don't even care what she's saying in the video. It matters nothing of what she's saying. But a lot of people will say she's crying. She's breaking down. So hence, she's getting an idea of losing because she's crying. And she's now understanding her situation in her past. What I'm going to tell you is you are misread this situation 100%. She does not. She's not learning anything. Now, I'm going to play a little bit of the video and tell you about the art of manipulation, 
Okay. We talk about emotional terrorism, emotional abuse, toxic, you know, people who use emotions to sway you. I want you to pay attention here. Forgiveness has been a really big theme in my life. I'm gonna get through this video, but I never understood when people said you forgive for you. There are a lot of people that I never even began to remotely forgive in my heart. Like breaking to Britney in private. All right, so what she's saying now does not matter. A lot of people will say, oh, she's asking for forgiveness. She's reaching the spiritual point. She's kind of figuring it out. She realized her mistakes, her errors of her ways, and so forth and so on. It matters none. What I want to tell you guys and instruct you guys of, because you think you're winning now. You think she lost and you won. But what you don't know is this is pure manipulation. When you see something like this, pure manipulation, first of all, any person, human being crying in public is manipulating you. We all know the crying, crying, anybody that cries looks ugly. First of all, <laughs> you look ugly when you cry. Nobody looks pretty when they cry. Uh-oh, I just pressed something that's going to take my computer down again. Nobody looks pretty when they cry. Hence, nobody would put that part of themselves out there unless they were looking for something, some specific goal. So, and hence, she's using crying to do something else, which is to manipulate. Number two, and we're giving you social media lessons here. In order for her to put that video out, and it seems to be edited, I don't know if she edited it or whoever posted it edited it. I didn't see it on its original form. There seems to be jump cuts in that video. That means she watched the video numerous times before posting it, which is the most egregious form of manipulation. She posted and watched herself crying and said, I'm going to put that out. Now, if I cried down in public, if I literally broke down and cried in public, that would be somewhat different. It would be a form of manipulation, but I'm not editing it. I'm not saying, let me get my best angle. Do you see tears? All right. I'm just broke down and cried in public. This fool cried on video. It's I'm going to try to get used to it. <laughs> Not many tears, but that's neither here nor there. She put that out there to manipulate you. And at the beginning of the video, she used that to manipulate you. It She's not crying, but she literally put it out there to say, I'm in a sense of, um, I'm, I'm in a sense of pain or hurt. You should sympathize with me. Anybody that does this is pure Jezebel manipulator. I don't care if she's sincere in what she's talking about. It don't even matter what she's talking about at that point. She literally watched herself as she edited, uploaded, previewed it, jump cut. She put that out there intentionally for you to feel sorry for her, despite the fact that you don't even want to feel sorry for her. This is pure, unadulterated manipulation. And for a person to do this, you got to be one of the most despicable human beings out there to do Anything close to this, ladies or gentlemen, I don't care what gender you are. If you do something like this, you're a despicable human being to put, put to put to put out a crying video, edit it on social media. It takes a it takes a horrible human being to do something like this. 
100%. Because you intend, you edited it to do it, and then you uploaded it. You, there were certain stop points that you could have had. <laughs> you could have had certain stop points to put the video out, recording the video. Oh, shit. Damn, I'm crying. You could have stopped it and waited till you were emotionally stable to present the video and talk about what you're talking about. But nobody would have cared about it. Then you recorded it. Then you said, let me take it to my editing program and dice it up. Put the best part of the cry in there. Put the part when I started the breakdown. It's hard for me to get through this video. Dice it up. And then you had to upload it, which took a time. You could have canceled upload. Let me cancel upload. Then when it posted and it started getting views, delete. You could have deleted the post. But no. But no. A manipulative human being does something like that. Anybody that you ever see cries on video is a despicable, manipulative human being, and you must be aware of it. You should never fall for it. You should never, ever fall for it because they had a certain position, certain points to stop that process of recording, editing, posting, and or being able to keep it on there to delete, but they don't do it, and it's despicable. It's despicable. I never want you to fall for anything like that. I don't care if your sister does it, your daughter, your mama, your ex-wife. If they put out a cry video like that, breaks down. How do you break down on an edited video? <laughs> How do you record an edited video? How do you not re-record it? What? To get your point across. No, the first 15 seconds of the video is this shit. Are you kidding me? This is toxic narcissist behavior for sure. This is this, this is a mental health breakdown. This is somebody who is not all there. This is a sick human being. But you guys ain't got no damn vein. You ain't got no uh, ice in your veins like CGA. See, when I, by, by the way, I've coached women all my life. Now I coach men. But I coach women all my life. When people, women would do this. Basketball players, they would come in my office, cry like this, and I'd be sitting there looking at their ass. This is how I'd be looking at them like this here. I'd be like, you done yet? Are you done? Because I saw your ass doing the stanky leg out there before you walked in here. Right? I saw your ass. I saw your ass jumping for joy and twerking not too long ago. I saw you happy as, as a mofo yesterday. Now you in here crying. Why? Because you're feeling the pain. You're getting consequences. You're getting repercussions. You need sympathy. When people stop talking about you, now you're going to put out this video. I'll be sitting there like, and yo, baby, there's no crying in basketball. <laughs> Ain't no crying. Wipe your tears. Put your big girl panties on. All right. One leg at a time. Get your ass back out there. Okay. We ain't got no time for no powwow. All right. So um, this is kind of how I did things and how I look at it. Same thing with my kids. My kids get to crying. I'll be like, all right. You done yet? Get it out. <laughs> I ain't trying to sit here and have no long ass. Oh, poor baby. Oh, you crying. No, that's manipulation. And it's mostly time mental health disorder. All right. Uh, let's see here. We'll get to the thing. Forgiveness. Give me a break. Give me a break. What? Give me a break, bro. What? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, one more thing. 
What adult cries like that? Can we get that on the table? What adult says, <laughs> what adult does that? Yo, you got to have a, she needs a mental health check. Can y'all see this? Oh, it's not full screen. Sorry. What adult? What adult says, <laughs> what the fuck? You got to be kidding me. What adult does that? That is manipulation, bro. Forgiveness has been. A and now she back to her deep voice. A really big theme in my life. I'm going to get through this video, but never. She. <sighs> she edited that part in. Not she didn't edit it in. She kept that intentionally. I'm going to get through this video, but fuck up. Oh, oh, start hitting things. What? This is crazy, man. With my life. I'm going to get through this video, but never. Jump clip. What? Come on, man. I want you guys to wake up. I understood when people said you forgive for you. There are a lot of people that I never even began to remotely forgive in my heart. Like, Brittany to Brittany, in private, still holding on to resentment. What was so hard about forgiveness for me? I don't even know what she's talking about, really. Seems like everybody just moves on with their life. And she ain't saying nothing. And here you are, emotionally, you felt like you just did two tours in Afghanistan. Arm blown off, forever changed by the events that happened to you. There's an acceptance part, too, where... What is she talking about? Who cares, man? Look, there ain't nothing she's saying. Y'all didn't win nothing, guys. Y'all didn't win nothing. <laughs> People are like, we won and she lost. She finally realized that being a three... She didn't realize nothing. She's just out here manipulating you, and she's trying to keep her name in the public. Come on, man. That was actually hard to watch. She wasn't saying nothing about nothing. All right, uh, let's do the super chats. Where are we at? Two hours? Yeah. The rest of the super chat time in the building here. Uh, shout out to that. I get modal surf. Yes, he's talking about uh shout out to Jeremiah Franz says hello from Columbus, Ohio. Still gonna do a tour. I don't know. <laughs> it pays, they don't pay the tour no more. You could just zoom. But I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Like nobody tours no more. I, I need that Chris Brown money. No, I'm just playing. Who's who knows? Shout out to Lindell. He says thanks. Uh, thanks for all the work you put in, Coach. I know, against all odds. And thank you, man. I appreciate you for being here and everybody. Eric Powell, Brittany Renner's best bet is to simp down while she can. No, she's going to wait till she's too late like everybody else. All right, she's going to wait till she's then 40, 45, and it's going to be a mess. All right, same old story. Shout out to Eugene Morgan with the donation over on Venmo. Black Pill Luffy says, I know for sure, without a doubt, that it is in women's biology to be subdued with social agendas. Men have to restrict women to save humanity from internal destruction, right? That's our position. I know people are like, we don't need you for that. Yeah, we do. You don't have no instruction. You headed for self-destruction. He says, it's honestly too easy to brainwash women. Yes, and I might as well make money. It gets more apparent as I get older. As, as you get older, you see it. Um, If you have teenagers for my older people, I want to let you guys know that you cannot beat the amount of programming they're receiving because um, they're receiving on social media. 
if your teenager has a TikTok or an Instagram, it's curtains for you, sir, which is fine. They need to be able to develop and be who they want to be. But if they have a TikTok, it's curtains for you in terms of your influence on them. And you better have had a done a good job before they got the phone, because once they get it, ain't no coming back. The programming's too significant. And by the way, these pe- these companies know how to program you, right? Watch the movie, The Social Network. I'm a social media person, so I know. Um, you know, once you start watching one thing, they start feeding you more and more. And, and sooner or later, that's all you see. I actually had conversations about um, with women. And I say, what's it? Oh, uh, a chick that I was with, she was like, let me see what's on your Instagram. I don't follow that many people on Instagram. So I scroll through my Instagram. And she was like, mm, that's quite boring. It was like five Raiders posts. <laughs> it was like, you know, it wasn't a bunch. I was like a world star and Hollywood unplug. It was a couple of, you know, ratchet sites on there, but no booty models. I don't follow booty models. All right. If I see one and I'll like their picture, I'll not like their picture. I'll save their picture on my save folder, but I won't follow them. <laughs> I don't follow them. But when, when I do that, eventually what happens is my suggested box is all booty. Now, many women don't have that. Their suggestion box is not all booty. The next pictures they suggest to them is not going to be booty. But men, typically, their suggestion box is going to be filled with booty. So you'll go to them and say, damn, all I see is booty models. Booty, 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 booty. But I told you all a long time ago, stop following them Instagram models. All right. The most I follow is the is going to be a, a girl that's an athlete or something like that that I think is attractive. And I still won't follow her. I'll save it, but I won't even like the fit picture. <laughs> that's how much I hate her I am. But the point is, I don't want to scroll and see booty all day. Or titties or ass or whatever you like, flat backs, hair, makeup. Even when that world star does it every now because they do sponsor ads, world star will do like a, a OnlyFans girl. I'll be like, damn, why are they always putting that shit on there? But it's a way to hypnotize you and distract you. Same thing with young women, young, impressionable women between the ages of 15 or probably 13, 13 to 24. They're be- that's their life. Everything's there. And so then they'll try to mimic it. They'll start their bodies. will start to change. Then they'll start to mimic it. Then sooner or later, they're doing it. And they're doing it for free, right? So if you have children, young children that have this, and then all of a sudden these people, Cardi B, they'll be people that they're taking life advice from. I mean, Cardi B said, I drug and rob people in at a point in my life where I was down bad and I was a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, the alcohol culture. What about the call me daddy? Call her daddy podcast. For white women. And now even Barstool Sports is going in because they're a mega million dollar company now. Now every post they post are some airheaded plain James dressed down talking about doing the most despicable things. Um, let me show you this. Uh, I saved this call her daddy podcast uh, thing for you to let you hear so you can see what I'm talking about. Let me see here. Saved. Let me go to my save file. And this is the type of stuff here. It's like call her daddy in 2019, then call her daddy in 2022. Here we go. 
Let's see if I can pull it. Let me go to my save file. Oh, wait, that's me talking. Hold on for a second. How am I talking on my own podcast? I was listening and watching. I was one of the watchers. I better like it. Here we go right here. Wait, hold up. And your goal to end systemic racism. Hey, sluts. How many buttholes did you lick this week? So how has your trauma affected your sexuality and your goal to end systemic racism? Let me watch it again here. Hey, sluts. How many buttholes did you lick this week? So how has your trauma affected your sexuality and your goal to end systemic racism? Hey. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> your people are watching that. That's on Barstool Sports, by the way. Uh, that's what your teenage daughters are watching. That's what your nieces are watching. And they're also getting clapped out by me because they're now desensitized between sex. They can now compartment, they can now compartmentalize sex better than men can now. That's a whole nother conversation. They can compartmentalize sex, meaning they can say this is sex for money, this is sex for sneaky link, this is sex for re emotional relationships. This is sex for Chad. This is sex for Tyrone. They were doing it already. They were doing it already, but now they're experts at doing it. I showed you the video of the one, he says, um, coach is giving your daughter an allowance, but they will have to work for it. Men used to be able to compartmentalize sex. Now, now men get attached by one piece of piece, league, right? They get it, oh, this is my girl. So we've kind of switched roles here. Wow. What a world. Ricky V in the building. What do you got to say? We got three more and then that'll be it. He says, good analysis, CGA. She's definitely an agent. Another part of this equation is, is that Lizzo type is seen as non-threatening. Many XXs get intimidated by in-shape beautiful women and are jealous, especially in the workplace. That is actually a great point. She is non-threatening. So again, you can invite her in. Oh, come hang out with us. <laughs> You're the non-threatening one, although you look threatening. They might be scared, but women don't really be fighting like that. And a Lizzo wouldn't fight with attractive women like that. So that's actually true. She's non-threatening. She's not going to take your man. You're still cute. We feel bad for you that you're fat, but we love you. And if I ever get like you, I wish to be like you, and you should be happy. Wow, what an analysis that is. Avery, coach, I don't believe women are delusional. Okay. Based on what I've seen, women want uh, to have a scapegoat in case they underachieve or don't get what they want. He says, same with them wanting high value men. It's not that they don't know they can't have one, but if they accept the reality that they would have to quote unquote settle for less. So this delusion is just them being unwilling to change or accept less. That's what I see from working and saw hundreds of women fail and made bad decisions. If they were willing to change, then we couldn't say they were delusional. That would have been a realistic approach. Interesting. So you're saying they're not delusional. I don't know about that. I mean, and even the delusional thing, it's not that they're delusional, right? It's not that they're born delusional. I think in a sense, though, in a sense, because the world is created around being men for a long time, that their aspect has never been respected as norm normal. So when they get to open in their mouths, we can basically say it's a man's world. It don't work like that. Unfortunately, we're changing and we're flipping the script. We're allowing their ideas of what could work 
we, we can say, okay, we can implement that, <laughs> right? And then we can say, you can design a car. And the design of the car will say, we'll design the car you want. They'll design a car, and the front nose will be on the side of the vehicle. The trunk would be on top of the roof. There would be no headlights. The taillights will be where the headlights are. And we'll look at her kind of like you'd look at your five-year-old niece when she drew a picture of you. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah, that looks great. I think we can use that. I'll hang that up on the top of my mantle. <laughs> you look like I'll hang it up. But instead of saying, you know, um, I don't look like that. Uh, you could try better. Try staying inside the lines. We let adult women get to the point where they put the taillights where the headlights are. <laughs> they put a swimming pool in the back. Everything's electric. Gas? No, it don't operate on gas. Only electricity. Okay. Because then you bring in the morality. We're using up too many oils and all this stuff. So I created an electric vehicle. Now, do you see where we're going in the world? Now they're <laughs> now they're like all electricity by 20 and 35 will be all off of those horrible oil. We'll never have to use resources again. We'll just use electricity. You're like, electricity is a resource, right? Is it not a resource? No. We're not going to run out of electricity. Electricity is not going to skyrocket as a result like gas did. Whoever owns electricity grids, they're not going to benefit. No. What about the sun? I mean, the sun. The the electric bill is not going to be higher. <laughs> what about the batteries? What about the car batteries? Uh, those last forever, right? No. Oh, they're seven thousand dollars. Got it. <laughs> Somebody says, "Coach, repeating the lies." Oh, car batteries. Uh, how long does that car battery last? Five to seven years. Okay, great. Um. What about where you're going to dispose of the dead batteries? Where are you going to where are you going to dispose of the dead batteries? See, they don't think about that shit. They don't they just draw it up. Electric only. Okay, everybody get one. Okay. Anybody where are we going to dispose of them? We're just going to recycle them. Oh, okay. Uh when we recycle them, where do we put all of them? <laughs> oh, in the ocean. Oh, oh, so we're polluting the ocean. And I'm paying $7,000 more that I have money that I don't got. So now I bought a $50,000 vehicle plus $7,000 every seven years. Oh, let me show y'all though. I know people. <laughs> Hold on for a second. No, so if you bought stock, you won. Let me show you a video. Hold on for a second. We're chilling now. You don't have to stay for the show. Uh, let's see here. Let me show you this video. I always show this video about uh, this place that uh, that I go to here in Vegas, and they have a place where you charge your Tesla. <laughs> that shit is hilarious to me right now. I'll be like, yo, what the hell, man? Y'all going to have to figure this science out before I buy. Let me see if I can find it. They be waiting, dude. People, they be like, oh, here it is right here. All right, look. Hold up for a second. I found it. Every time I come here, it's the same thing. These cars be lined up to get charged up. And you see all the Tesla. They got how many there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then cars be lined up trying to get a plug in. Hell no. <laughs>
Like, wait a minute, what? Hold up. That's why I can't mess with Tesla. All right, so you see right here, every time I come here, it's the same thing. These cars be lined up to get charged up. And you see all the Tesla. They got how many there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then cars be lined up trying to get a plug in. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Wait till y'all figure that shit out. And wait till my charge take three minutes and 15 seconds. Like I charge up my gasoline. I charge up my gasoline. I'm there for three minutes and 15 seconds. Clunk, clunk, pull, pull my card in, pump it up, clunk, 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 guzzle it up, put the cap on, out of there in three minutes and 15 seconds. Now I got to wait for these people to charge their shit up. 20 minutes, 50, 11 minutes. Then I got to wait for my spot. What? Oh, hell no. Nah. But y'all ain't got nothing for here. He says you can charge at home. Most people cannot charge at home. That's the problem. That's why they look. That's why they're doing that. Most people will not have. Do you realize that most ham and eggers in America live in apartment complexes? Most people don't have a chart charging state. Most people don't have a garage, a gar, a garage. Most people do not have a garage. You have a charging state. You, you have a charging station in an apartment complex. Let me tell you, the last apartment complex that I lived in that had a charging station, there were like four ports with 30,000 people that lived in there. And what would happen is somebody would leave their car overnight. They forget. They put it in the port. They forget. You get charged more. Am I giving y'all game? You get charged more for leaving your car plugged in. They gave you a penalty for leaving your car plugged in overnight. So, yeah, it helped. It helped people remind, oh, shit, I got my car out there. I don't want to get charged because the electricity keep pumping in, right? So they're like, you left your car there. They charged you more for leaving it there. And now you didn't spend more on that than gasoline. When you bought the car to save money from gas, but now your shit just a clunk, 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 charging. What the fuck? Oh, my Lord. And then electric bills going up if I charge at home. So most people aren't that are going to get an electric car is not going to have a charging port. You're going to have eight with 30,000 residents in, a, in an apartment complex. That That's going to be a disaster. So eventually what you're going to have to do is what these people are doing, lining up in a place where they have 10 ports. So those people that are in that parking lot, it's a restaurant parking lot. But those people probably are not even at the restaurant or they're going to the mall specifically to use the charger. Now, let me put something together here. You're going to the mall or a restaurant to use a charger because you're saving money. But when you go to a mall, they're probably going to spend money. Let me just... When you go to a restaurant that has a charging space, are you going to go to the restaurant? You're going to go to the restaurant and do what? Now I'm just playing. This is how I think. I'm like, they're going to get you either way. They're going to get your ass either way. You think you're outsmarting the game, but see, that to me is delusion then. That would be delusion, right? Oh, I'm helping the environment. Okay. I'm helping the environment. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, you think that you do gooders.
<laughs> so I said, got you, bitch, for real. Like, yeah, y'all dumbasses spending $80, $80 at the restaurant now. If I'm going to go get some damn unleaded, I be in there, be up out of there. Yes, it's high bunny, but that's what I'm saying. You, the, the problem is you're creating a situation where the solution is perfect. And I warned you about that. I warned you people, men, stop chasing a perfect solution. You just chase trade-offs. There's only trade-offs that brother said that in our stream, and it was absolute magic. When you present something as the perfect solution, it's the perfect solution. Here it is right here. This is absolutely, obviously better than gas. Well, probably not. It's a, just a different trade-off. What do I want to trade off? I trade off something here. Here, give me a choice. But then when you tell me I'm ignorant for staying with the choice because your solution is perfect, I got a problem with that. Because ultimately, what you're going to find out is the solution that is perfect as you thought. You're going to run into a, oh, shit, I didn't think about that. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, okay. I can't take a road trip anymore. Road trips are done. So now you're stuck in the borders of your damn state. <laughs> oh, by the way, tow trucks. Tow trucks many times. If you're, I'm getting, boy, they're going to be mad at me. New, 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 new world order. I talked to a tow truck guy. See, these are the things you don't think about. Yeah, you can't flee the state. Um, a tow truck guy uh, was there to pick up my Porsche. He showed up, and he didn't have a flatbed. So I can only take a flatbed. They can't tow it up with a hook. So they sent a flatbed. And then I was like, yeah, you know what I mean? And it's kind of slow to the ground. So we put it up on the flatbed. And um, he's like, well, it's better than a Tesla. He was like, I hate towing Teslas. I was like, why? Why do you hate towing Teslas? He was like, well, if the battery's dead, you can't drop it in neutral. You can't get it up. To <laughs> I'm like, so they need Tesla tow trucks. They need a tow truck. The battery's dead. You can't. You know what I mean? Like if your battery's dead, they can charge it enough to drop it in the neutral or you can put it, you can drop it in the neutral without even needing any electrical charge. So it's stuck. It's stranded. So they got to find a way to get the damn truck, the car on the, uh, you see what I mean? Because there's no battery. You can't turn the car on to shift it into whatever gear, press the little button, meaning you can't put it in the neutral to drag it on the flatbed. Again, one of those things, that again, you're probably going to say, well, in order to have that, you're going to pay more money for a truck, a tow truck. You're going to need a tow truck. You're going to pay more money for a tow truck to come to the Tesla tow truck. Here's another one. Do you guys know this? Uh, electric car people are going to be pissed at me. Um, another situation is they don't mass produce these vehicles. Most of the time you buy them, you don't buy them off the lot. Many times you can't buy them used. You buy them the order. You order them. I know there's something, you know, these cheaper ones now you can buy off the lot. But um, do you know of a body shop that works on these? These are different materials. There's no body shops. There's no excellent Tesla body part shop. There's no Tesla body shops. Because I know somebody that got in a car accident. All they did was hit one of those little yellow poles that you can't see. They backed up into it and hit the quarter panel. They was out of commission for eight months. Because you produce a Tesla as it's ordered, right? You, you, you buy it as you order it, then you, they produce it. 
So there's no extra parts. And every now and then they'll get around and around to make an extra part. Oh, we had an extra part based on a bad order. Who needs this quarter panel? And then by the time they ship it to you and then you can put your shit in there in the whatever body shop, bruh. <laughs> what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. And I'm not pissing off EV drivers. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. What I want you to understand is there's no perfect solution. And if you present it as a perfect solution, it's a lie. You can't say you're ignorant for doing this and I'm a genius for doing that. No, that you can't do that. Because you don't realize, especially when you don't have time, because right now we're in the point where every battery is alive. There's no dead batteries. Nobody's ever had to swap out a battery in the last five years. Give it time. Wait till we get to year 10. Wait till we get to year 15. And then people are going to be sitting around scratching their head. Hold on for a second. I got to finance a battery. <laughs> I didn't know I would have to finance a battery. We need to lower the prices of these batteries. Wait a minute. The cost that I paid to pay for this battery was the same money I was going to put in the gas tank. Why are the batteries so damn high? Because you need one. You can't go nowhere without that battery. You got a $50,000 car there, and you ain't going nowhere. You're going to buy the battery. Somebody said finance a battery. Who got $7,000 in their pocket right now? Who has, who? what normie has $7,000 to replace a car battery? You guys would have a $150 car bill right now and be broke. You guys will be broke with a damn two puncture tires right now. One puncture tire, and then you will go to the tire shop and say you want one tire, and they say we can only sell you two. You'd be broke right now. You wouldn't be able to pay rent right now if that happened to you. Think about this. You guys show up in about seven years, and they say $7,000 replacement battery. What you doing? You going to have that damn car sitting? Right over there, bro. Or are you going to finance it? <laughs> huh? But you normal, you, you oxygen think, you oxygen thieves don't think. And these are all the questions I have. But of course, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm a hater. Um, I'm a pessimist. You name it. But I just want simple questions. I'm going, he says, you can buy a rebuild battery. Yeah, they'll be, they'll sell a rebuild battery. It'll, it's not going to be cheap. It'll be 3500 bucks. Here's a rebuild battery, 3500 bucks. How, how long is that going to last? Three, three years? But you buy a new battery, it's kind of like a transmission. <laughs> Somebody says you're hurt. <laughs> okay. Remember, I'm Coach Adamus. And also, also, I know human behavior. You guys have boarded people on hydrogen balloons in your past. You guys have put people on unsinkable ships. And people have come back dead. You guys have started three world wars. I'm sorry, two world wars. You're talking about human beings here, y'all. You guys aren't perfect. You're not, you're not great thinkers. You're not long-term thinkers. You literally put people on 
hydrogen balloons that required an ignition point. Stop. And you're the same people here in 2022. You're no smarter. These people thought they were brilliant and they thought they were arrogant. Do you guys want to see? Hold up for a second. You guys want to see? These people said, what can go wrong? What could go wrong? Crashing. Oh, the Hindenburg. What could go wrong? And people bought tickets to this. <laughs> people said, you know what? This is so good. This is so innovating. This is so good modern technology. What could go wrong? The minute you can say that there's a perfect solution and this is better than the previous solution, you ain't ready yet. Hold on for a second. Let's get to the whole aftermath here. For three hours, the dirigible circled the landing field at Lakehurst, New Jersey, dumping more water ballast than ever before in vain efforts to level off. Fair use. Hey, this is great. You know what? We filled up this balloon with 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 flammable lick, with flammable gas. <laughs> we we filled it up with flammable gas. What could go wrong? Again, she dumps ballast, and a nervous tension grips those who are watching, for this is something unusual. Uh-oh. We didn't predict this. Wait a minute. Anybody light up a cigarette? There goes more ballast, but the tail is settling in spite of all that has been dumped. A grim note of him. So the, the, the pilot panicking right now. The pilot is panicking. Ending tragedy. The pilot's like, oh, shit. We didn't think about this. Look, they letting down ropes. Get to the damn big hit. Come on. What are we An doing? airship destroyed in less than half a minute. Uh-oh. Hindenburg. Going down. What else could go wrong here? What could go wrong? Oh, the humanity. Rushing to the rescue, the heroes of the tragedy dash in, heedless of danger to help the injured. They running. Okay. But, you know, I'm doom and gloom. Hey, um, the Titanic. Do you guys, they built that ship over, what, three years? This will be the first ship that will never sink. Just letting you know. This ship will never sink. They literally sold it as the ship that is unsinkable. Think about this. What could go wrong? This is obviously the best option. Buy your ticket. It ain't going down. And it sunk. On the first maiden voyage. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. I don't trust no human beings. All right. So somebody here says this. Watch this. And this guy's been watching for a long time. And you guys don't have to stay for this show. I'm just bullshitting now. He says, 
Coach, so are you saying that's the end of the question right there? There's nothing else that I need to say after that. I mean, because now you're paraphrasing and you're putting words in my mouth. I said what I said. But since you're a longtime viewer. So are you saying gas power cars are perfect and we're just uh, and we should just stick with them? <laughs> I know you're joking here. Are you joking, Robert? <laughs> Any debate. So what you're saying is or so you're saying they pull out the red herring. They pull out the one thing that they can obviously disagree with. Hey, man. It's all good. Y'all can do whatever y'all want to do. But what I'm saying is, this is what I'm saying. Do not eliminate a, a choice that you already have. That's been working. Is it perfect? No. But then when they don't give me no choice, Gavin Newsom says 2035, uh, no gas vehicles in the state being sold or none on the road, if I'm not mistaken. They literally pigeonholed you in a situation where you had no choice. And then you're going to run into problems. And then you can say, well, I wanted to avoid that problem. I knew I would have that problem, but you didn't give me a choice. That's all I'm saying there. But people are so smart and so intelligent, they'll remove choice from you or guilt you or shame you, which is going to happen here in the next five to 10 years. Uh, Dodge Charger and Dodge Challenger, no more gas. Dodge Chargers or Challengers are being sold. Obviously, people love that vehicle being a gas powered vehicle. I'm sure the first couple of vehicles are not going to be what the gas powered vehicles wanted or the owners wanted, and they're going to dismiss it. They're going to be like, I don't want that one. Then the people are going to keep buying the gas ones on the black market, which they're going to inflate the price of the gas powered vehicle to almost unaffordable rates. They're going to create a market where that vehicle are going to be the ones everybody wants to own. And then every time that person drives that vehicle, they're going to call them an idiot. You're an idiot. There's going to be some people here wearing a diaper, boo-hooing, libtard style, calling that person an idiot in 2025 and 2029 for keep driving the gas power challenger. You need to convert. You need to convert. That, that's no choice. That's giving me no choice. You're shaming me for having some. Now, if you want to drive the, the electric one, go ahead. But don't tell me you're getting a better situation. Or it's better morally. Because I know Hindenburg. I know Titanic. There's more situations where I know people thought it was a good situation and then only to run up into a problem or they didn't anticipate a problem. Oh, there's some icebergs there. Damn. Now what? Our ship is sinking. The ship is sinking. <laughs> anyway, I don't know, man. Anyway, what a life. Did I get all the things here? Yeah, they're shutting me down. I know, man. I know. I know. They're watching me. New, 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 new world order. All I want is choice. That's all I want is choice. Xavion says the true average cost to replace a Tesla battery is thirteen dollars to $14,000 out of pocket. The premium sedan and SUV vehicles can cost up to twenty k. Uh-oh. I don't have a source, but let's just say, let's just say a brand battery. But remember, I told you Tesla is a battery company. They're not a car company. 
I said that a long time ago. And so people that are asking me if I own Tesla, I do. I'm not a dumbass. I'm going to own it because normies. <laughs> right? I'm going to own it because I know what's happening here. We're, we're going that route. But Tesla's a battery company. They have no interest in making great vehicles. They're also a damn computer chip company. If you go to their website, they sell more batteries than anything else. Anybody ever have a printer? What is a printer company? An ink company? Come on. Think. Think, McFly. Think. What is a gun company? A bullet company? You're going to buy more bullets than guns. <laughs> so anyway. So, yeah, they're going to have battery stuff. You're going to have to have your battery, right? You're going to have to have your battery. So let's just say you bought a Tesla, the SUV, seven years. You got to buy $13,000 battery at, at low. What are you doing? People make printers to sell ink. They don't make printers to be good. I make a printer to be bad, but I know I'm going to sell a hell of a lot of ink at $50 a cartridge. Um, I was watching a video game show. We just bullshitting. Y'all don't have to stick around. Um, I was watching a video game show, and one of the negatives about the first uh, wave of video games was the amount of cartridges that the family would have to buy. Obviously, if you ever bought a video game system, that's the biggest expense, right? You buy a $400 unit, but in five, if you want five video games, that's another 400 bucks. Everybody knows that, right? So a company, Atari, I believe it was Atari, they actually sunk their business early on by providing too many games. And so people would be like, oh, I want to play that game. I want to play that game. I want to play that game. But when they would show up to the store, they'd be 180 games, but one video game unit. And the parents would get this. They would go, wait a minute. What the hell? I'm not going to buy all these games. And they sunk their business early or they hurt their business early by providing too many cartridges, which is the biggest expense, the game itself, the cartridge. Same thing with a printer. Same thing with a Tesla. Same thing with the. <laughs> they know this now. Like if I start a business, this is goes in the business planning. If I start a business, I'm thinking long term, 50 years down the line. But you're as a consumer or not, you're thinking today. Today, I'll have this car, and the business has already known that they're going to make a hell of a lot of money in about 20 years. Why? Why are they going to make a lot of money in 20 years? Think about it. You goofball. Anyway, <laughs> they're going to make, they're going to double their money in 20 years, and it ain't won't be gone by auto sales. So they'll let y'all, here, here you go. Um, What did they do? Yep, parts and batteries. So what did they do? They basically said, here's a uh, Tesla. Here's the Model S. And then they said, here's a lower budget model. And y'all ham and eggers ran over there. <laughs> ran and got the lower model, uh, model the $36,000 Tesla. Or whatever the Chevy you got, Volt. You bought it because it was cheaper. Oh, I don't need a Tesla. I'll buy the Volt. The battery's going to last shorter. Potentially. This is alleged. You're going to come back. And they're going to say eight grand. You didn't see this coming. 
Well, what are you going to do? I'm asking you as a person. I'm not telling you what to do. You might be able to say that's fine with me. But what, what are you going to do? Do you have the income for that? Will you anticipate that? Do you see that coming? I buy vehicles and I know that's coming, right? I Even if it's a gas vehicle, I know that's coming. This is why they have warranties and extended warranties. They know it's not going to last past five years. So financing it for seven years, you're a moron. But, but they know the car's not going to last as much and they want to do what? Get you back on the car lot to buy a second vehicle and a third vehicle. Every car company knows they don't want you to just buy one Ford. I want you to buy three Fords in your life. And if I can get you to buy the one Ford in over 30 years, I'll get three Fords out of you. Same thing as Apple. The minute you go with Apple, I'm giving too much. They're going to be bad at me. The minute you go with an Apple phone over an Android, you'll probably never go over to Android. You'll always stay with iPhone because your iMusic is on there. Your iCloud is on there. Your pictures are all loaded up there from five years ago, 50, 11 years ago. All of your shit is on there already. Why are you going to say no to that and then all of a sudden switch over to Android? So they got you. You buy one app, as soon as you are able to buy one, you're going to buy five. Anyway. I'm, this is too much for people. This is why I, I you know, people are going to disagree with this part and say, just stick to the relationship issues. But this is all intertwined. The same mindset that gets you guys in marriages is the same mindset that gets you in this stuff. But obviously you think I'm wrong with this, but I'm right on everything else. I don't know what to tell you. The same thinking got me here as the same thinking that got me with relationships. So I don't get how you say I'm so wrong over here, but then I'm right over here. Just say you disagree and go wipe your rear end and put your diaper back on. You can disagree, but I know I'm smarter than you. <laughs> All right. I know you haven't even thought this far. You ain't even thought what you're going to do at 12 o'clock this afternoon on the West Coast. And it's coming up in an hour. But I've already thought, and I already know what cheeks I'm going to clap all week long. It's all in my calendar. I got a cheek clap day. Anyway, look, I'm going to probably delete the half part of this show. <laughs> Did I cry during my divorce? Everybody knows that, that everything, what do you mean, during the, no, man, come on. Anyway, what are we doing, man? Let's oh, let me check the let me check the contributors and then we'll get the hell up out of here. All right, I gotta make sure I pay the dues. But shout out to Xavian. What about that? Shout out to Xavian. And some of these people who are very staunch on saying that you have to do something for the environment, they ain't gonna be ready for no seven thousand dollar to fourteen thousand dollar bill. They're not gonna be ready for it. I know they're not because they ain't ready for it now. So it's going to be a catastrophe. It's going to be the catastrophe like the damn um, Hindenburg financially. They'll have bailouts. Okay. How about all these geniuses that got student loan bailouts? All right. Where was y'all at? 20 years ago, y'all was signing papers thinking everything was okay. Now look at you. See another indicator. Look at the tragedy that, 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 that student loans have become. And you guys are sitting here like, we know better. We're making a right choice. You thought you were making a right choice signing that student loan docs 20 years ago, didn't you? You thought you were a damn genius signing student loan docs. Oh, what? $600 a month payment after 20 years? I'll be able to do that, and you weren't. And you weren't. 
by the time the 20 years came up, you were still plus interest. You were in over your head. So again, another example of what you think today changes 20 years from now. You think you're making a genius decision today. Of course, down the line, you're going to realize you might be duped. You made a dumb decision and you're going to make everybody pay for your dumb ass decision. <laughs> Why do people don't like me? Same thing as when you swipe credit cards. I'll have the money and you don't. And now you go bankrupt. Same thing as when you get married. I'll never get divorced and you do because you guys, man, I'll tell you. It'll never happen to me and it does and you have no plan. Deadly Ellie, he says, looks like we're beating the final boss, Brittany. No, we're not. Cash app. We're not. She's manipulating. Shout out to, uh, we'll call you Cisco player in the building, or we'll call you nothing. He says, good opportunity. Good opportunity to tip my waitress 1K. All right. Why not? All right. King of Space says $20 for child support in the building. All right, we're done messing around. We're done messing around. All I know is I don't I don't trust people. I don't trust people and the reason why there's too much history to show us that when we thought we were making a good decision it ended up being cat catastrophic. And most of the time when it's catastrophic, other people have had to pay. Or other people have to had to pay with their lives based on your decision. I mean, look, never mind. Anyway, shout out to the coach game. All right. We'll see if I'm here tomorrow. New, 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 new world. Sitting out a search party. If I'm not, go to the merch store. Pick